0: up everybody welcome to another edition of state champs hang time this is the basketball podcast for the state of michigan for our final show of 2018 we're gonna bring it back probably around the week of january 7th so uh, a lot of hoops gonna be played uh between that time so we'll talk a little about that today tj kelly scott know? bernstein in the house what's up boys what's
1: happening what's happening
2: Man, nice. we're getting into the, the holiday season, yeah. some, some holiday hoop fever that I'm feeling.
0: I'm feeling it.
1: Shoot, tons of games every single day for our We got our own event 26. coming up on it's Saturday. It's it's
0: gonna gonna start it. right here, and we're going to talk right. about that right. later, yeah. awesome. so we'll save that for later in the show. We'll do a full preview of the State Champs Winter Jam. You're getting a lot of good feedback, by the way, for, oh, good. for,
2: for our, uh, for, for our good. hang time podcast. Oh, good. And almost every time that I'm, I'm out at a game, I got people coming up telling yeah. me that they're enjoying it and uh, really like... Uh, you know the, the banter and the rankings and the good. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's getting a lot of uh, good traction. I felt cool. this was cool. going to be the year.
0: Yeah. Now, especially that uh, we, you know, we we did it last year, but now it's going to really kind of come into its own. And uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of reaction, a lot of good uh, uh, views, and all that stuff. So I want to quickly mention our sponsors uh, up here: Lawrence Technological University, uh, Twenty Six Sports, soon to be offered here at LTU Track and Field, beginning this spring. Recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. dot com. They offer it all here, and this is also the site of the State Chance Winter Jam this Saturday, December 22nd. The MHSA, visit mhsa.com for scores and more. They've been really good partners with us this year, uh, so that's where you go if you want to check out uh, everything that's taken place, especially in hoops uh, in terms of scores. Bcam, the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, uh, the assistant executive director, soon to be... Director, as of January 1st, of BCAM is Daniel Young. Moving and, on up. Yep, moving on up. Uh, of course, Dan Young, a former coach at uh, John Glenn, Westland, uh, and uh, Canton, who was Salem's girls coach last year. Uh, golf, he, coach. Yep, golf, golf coach. He's a golf coach. Golf, yeah. f- fantastic golf coach. Free Plymouth, golf can't be Plymouth resident, like myself, uh, will we'll, uh, will be joining uh, State Chance Managing Editor and Head Writer, Matt Mowry, talking to the top teams in girls basketball. So our BCAM segment coming up a little later, talking about the hoops teams for the girls. I want to quickly start out with a shout-out to Nate Oates and Buffalo. I was
3: so
2: excited watching that game last night against Syracuse. in
0: yeah, the state. Was pretty, I was pretty good. The best team in the state of New York is Buffalo. Undefeated.
2: Wow. Goes into the Carrier Dome. Knocks off Syracuse by double digits, I believe. Get your Buffalo shirts ready. That's Man, right. Uh, and, and get your Buffalo shirts, but you, only Buffalo be, Oats. you might only be wearing them for uh, the next five or six months because I don't see him staying there that much longer. He I... might be off he might be off to a to, to greener pasture after this, I believe uh, Ypsilanti's
0: Nick Perkins, the only one on that roster that's a Michigan native. He's go, he's going yep. heavy JUCO yep. uh, on this particular roster, which is a smart move. You know, right. I mean, for, if you want to
1: if you want to win, and then we're in a day and age where transfers are and if
2: people you know, don't remember, relevant on every team. Obviously, Nate got his you know made his bones as a basketball coach here in the state of Michigan. Won a state title with Romulus, Took Romulus to a couple final fours.
1: Uh, Could
0: have won many more state yeah. titles, too. Just just had know, some
1: tough teams. Tough.
0: It's I mean, like well, Clarkston all yeah. those years. Just yeah. had some tough tournament games, lost some quarters and some yep. side yeah.
2: teams. To, to jump yep. to the college level, takes an assistant job under Bobby Hurley. Is with Bobby Hurley, I think, for only a year or two. Mm-hmm. Bobby takes the job at Arizona State. Nate slides in there and has just done it's just been gangbusters. Brought, knockout, brought knockout some Romulus jobs.
1: guys yep. along with him, Wes Clark and uh, Raheem Johnson. Yep. Yes, you know. all, so, yeah. It's, Hey, it's 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 exciting to watch people and they're, they're, you know, they're ev- the evolution, yeah. you know, just of their life, of their careers and stuff like that. And I think it's one and, of the things. And we're going to where... see him in a Power 5 yeah. conference. I, I, if, I, if it's I
2: not this, if it's that. not 2019-20, it will be 2020-21. It, it's, it's inevitable.
0: Yeah, I was watching Get Up this morning and they're all shouting out, Nate Oates. it yeah. I was like, oh, right. there it is. That's my guy. And he's, I think
2: a, one great, of,
1: and he's a great guy. And a sharp dresser, too. Yeah, yeah very oh, accessible. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> looked good when he was
2: at Romulus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had everything
1: but some Dietrich furs on. Yeah. <laughs> very
2: accessible, very knowledgeable. Yes. Uh, a lot of energy and the yes. type of guy that I think uh, is that perfect combination of uh, of, a, of, a, kind of a red ass, but also a great player's yeah. coach. Oh yeah. players, pay, yeah, yeah, players yeah. love Absolutely. to play for him, yeah. but he's not someone that you know that's soft.
1: Leo, we don't shoot threes. <laughs> yes, yes, you yeah. haven't made one all day. You j- would scream that. Yes, exactly. What are you doing? Up. I know we're at by 25. <laughs>
0: yep, yep, no doubt. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about a reaction from uh, Games Tuesdays and from this past weekend. That's our first time. We're going to get right into some hot topics after that. Uh, we're going to take a break, come back. Uh, B cam will do their thing, and in the fifth segment we'll uh, preview the Winter Jam and some other holiday tournament action that's going to be happening uh, between now and January 7th so that's our show for uh, this week let's get right into uh, reaction from games that we had last Friday and uh, also from early this week we'll start in division one uh, and I, these were some of the things that I've noticed and we can just uh, talk about them and you can also throw all the ones out there uh, and some some interesting things last Friday number seven skyline B Belleville at home 66-56 uh, Belleville then went ahead and, and won yesterday. What do we know about this Belleville squad and how they're kind of shaping up?
1: Uh, obviously, you know, they no graduated. Bubba, no Bubba. They no gra- graduated uh, yeah, a strong group of seniors. You know, who was playing football at Iowa State. I mean, they, I meant they graduated three Division One guys. and yeah. then, uh, then the A team a, that a,
2: lost a, at yeah. the buzzer in the quarterfinals.
1: Right, right. right at Callahan Hall. That was uh, yeah. against Nova, I believe. Yeah, Nova. Yeah. Yeah. Travion Maddox, who, who just got his
0: yeah, first who, start at and, OU scored yes, yeah, 12 yes. points. And who did it? Two games he before. Did they, yeah. would, he did. they beat Canton at the buzzer, three the district, yeah. and then they beat Skyline oh, at the regionals at the buzzer.
2: He had two straight pull ups yep. for winners, and then yeah. uh, the team had another buzzer beater to start the state
1: tournament. Yeah, that was an yeah. exciting They were on a, you know,
0: living on a prayer
1: that whole yeah, tournament. I know, it was crazy. Another guy was getting started, Lamar Norman at Duquesne. Yeah. You okay. You know, Godwin Heights. So, this version
0: of the Tigers going to have some ups and downs?
1: Um, Yeah, I think that, let's say this. Uh, it, as as many coaches like to say, it's better to lose in December and That's January it. than it, it is to lose in December March. We're talking December basketball right so, now. Yeah, so yeah. you take your lumps, you know, and it's one of those things you hope the kids learn from their mistakes, you know, and you know can kind of put things together, you know, and then also you I think you have some bonding that goes on over the over the course of uh, the the season, and you know, it, I mean, as as kids, I mean, it can only be like a month or two months and stuff like that, and all of a sudden the light goes on and. Yeah. You know and things get figured out, so yeah. I think Belleville will be all right. Adam, turn from with, with, really with uh,
2: Skyline. I mean, everyone knows about Ryan Wade, uh, you know, the 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 shooting guard slash wing, uh, you know, great on the perimeter, great on defense. Yep. Uh, a guy that's going to Holy Cross. Uh, but who I really like on that team is Deshaun Munson. I love Deshaun, he is a uh, what I call a sir grind a lot, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, a guy
2: that's yeah. just a workhorse, yeah, he, and he's plays great. bigger than his size. He's only about six four. Six five, but plays like he's six eight, six nine.
1: Yeah, when I first saw Deshaun, I was like, "Oh, this kid's got to play football," you right. know. Um, and then more, you know, found out that he's a basketball player. Um, he might have to take an alternative route to do, um, to a four year school. Um, I know that Vincennes, um, is they're the number one team and number two team or something like that in the in the junior colleges across the country um, ranked that high. Um, but I know that they either offered or they got in contact with them, and I also know that there's some other guys that have been in contact with them I- as well. It's a team um, that didn't lose. So he's got a lot of opportunities. Last, last year they win. didn't yeah. lose into the regional yeah. finals, yeah. finals yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, To Nova. And, and we, I think we, no, were, we, had, we were there. there. that was that was that so. That's what Skyline game.
2: and Belleville have in common. Travion Maddox buzzer beaters to end their 2018 season,
1: and the link is there. Yeah,
0: absolutely. One of my favorite
1: wrestlers, Missing Link.
0: Last Friday, obviously, uh, I was out there. Big night at uh, at Clarkston. Dan Fife Night. Yep, Dan Five Night. Obviously, a big game. Wayne Memorial. Uh, you know, we had him ranked number two coming in. Clarkston yeah. unranked. Yeah. Uh, coming in, you know, again December. Uh, Sixty to forty six ended up being the final, but and it obviously, wasn't close. Yeah, yeah. and Clarkson
2: imposed their will that entire game.
0: And and just like just in just a not too long <laughs> thing, because i know the event was long yes. but just your feelings obviously you, you know you've covered clarkston yeah. for the majority of your professional career uh, that mm. whole fife fieldhouse dedication yeah so that they
2: didn't just name the floor after him they named the whole building after yeah. him it's dan fife fieldhouse now um, they honored coach fife who you know is just you know when you when you say clarkston the city when you say clarkston basketball it's synonymous with the fife yeah. name yeah. synonymous with dan fife you know he he's had a, a storybook uh, uh, career. A guy that started as a, a player at Clarkson it was a, a all-state quarterback, all-state shooting guard, all-state uh, pitcher. Player, yeah. Yeah. Uh, ended up going to the University of Michigan. Was a captain on both the football, or sorry, was a captain on both the baseball and basketball. Played teams. for the Twins. Played for the Minnesota Twins. Mm-hmm. Could have had a probably could have had a pretty decent career. I think he was four and two or four and three, and then he hurt his shoulder um, in his first year in the league. Came back to Clarkson and I believe, the start of the 82-83 season. Took over the head coaching job. He had been an assistant, I think, for a couple years before that. And, uh, you know, third winningest coach in, in state history. Over 700 wins. 30, re- I think it's like uh, uh, 30 league titles, 30 district titles, 15 regional titles. Over 700 wins. You know, everything you could ever want to accomplish, he accomplished. Uh, it was very appropriate that they would have a damn fight night. Uh, early in the season, he retired back in the fall. Turned, you know, g- gave the keys of the program over to Timmy Wasilk, who was someone that had played for him in the 1990s. Had been uh, the, the head of the girls program at Clarkson for about 10 years. Came over to the boys program as an assistant the last couple of years, kind of being groomed to to take the reins. And uh, it was a special night. I mean, they they probably had about I'm not exaggerating. They had almost a hundred former players of Dan's that came back to honor him. Some coming as far as California and sure. Texas. They Why did not? a, um, you know, it was kind of hard when, when you're, you're just looking at the the grandstand because there's so many people. But then when they called all the ex-players down to the floor to do a picture with Dan, you could see how many there were. Yeah. And I'm talking about guys that, r- r- you know, ranged in age from 50 to 18 or 19. Yeah. Uh, what I thought was one of the really cool parts was that uh, you had the, the principal of the high school uh, when Dan was there, the person that hired Dan originally and was his principal as a student who came back and gave some words. And then you had uh, the captain from the 1964 Clarkson team where Dan uh, was a freshman, his first year playing varsity basketball, um, a guy that he really looked up to, uh, came back and got to uh, honor Dan with, with uh, along with his kids and his wife and his grandkids. It was just a really cool uh, experience to be there and, and see the connection that the city has with the coach and what the coach has with the city it's going to be strange you know not seeing dan it is strange not seeing dan fife on the sidelines but you know i'll end with this one of the 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 really what something that i'm really excited about was and i've said this i think a couple times in our broadcast and i'm glad i was wrong so when i interviewed dan after his retirement back in september he said you know bernie don't expect to really right. see me around the program it's going to be too hard i don't want to uh, you know be be a, a looming shadow over timmy i don't want to it's going to be too hard to watch the games I, i'm probably just going to kind of step away and then i've been to a couple games he's been at every game i right. and i talked to him and i talked to tim wilson and, and kind of what he was envisioning like I said, luckily for everyone involved, that's not what happened. He's still around the, pra- uh, the program. He's coming to every game. He's coming to practices. He's running their McGrath uh, Little League on Saturdays, which he started. Uh, and I talked to Timmy Wasilk after the game. And by the way, Clarkson's playing great right now, playing some of the best basketball in the right. entire state after starting 0-2. And there were a lot of questions about where that program was going. Um, and he said, you know, I, 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 sat, I sat coach down before the season and said, I want you here. I don't feel like you're you're a looming presence. I don't feel like you're you know the, 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 that I that I'm no. in in your shadow all the time. It's all love. I want you. Yeah. I want you to be a part Absolutely. of this. Absolutely. And Dan's embraced it, and now he's kind of there uh, on the sidelines. You know, or not on the sidelines, but in the grandstand, rooting on the team, rooting on Timmy, and then he's there to be, you know at practices, kind of being able to chime in. And and Clarkson's playing great basketball right now. And uh, and that the the final final thing I will say is that Fletcher, lawyer, Foster's brother. Yep. I was, what I was told about him coming into the season, was that he's a shooter, and don't expect to see the playmaking that you saw from Fletcher. Or sorry, don't expect to see Fletcher the playmaker the way that Foster the playmaker was. But it's not what what I've seen flies in the face of what I was being told because Fletcher Lawyer is a playmaker. (laughs) He's not just a shooter. Uh, Against Wayne Memorial, had twenty one points, eight assists. Was, you know, was dimming out, had a, 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 drove baseline, gave kind of a no look wraparound pass to Nicholson for a dunk, had another steal and, and Ali to Nicholson for a dunk. And then the, the play that I was really impressed by was, uh, uh, final seconds of the third quarter, loose ball. Fletcher dives on the floor for the loose ball and then kind of touch passes it to uh, a teammate who hits like a five footer at the buzzer, uh, to go into the fourth quarter. And, and that is, that is a freshman that's playing like a senior. Yeah. So Fletcher Lawyer is is kind of that next incarnation of the the, the, the lawyer basketball tradition, and it's, and it's going to be just as just as juicy and 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 just as exciting as, as what we had. Well, that's the awesome.
0: Concert. They win by fourteen uh, over Wayne Memorial, then they win by twenty one on Tuesday over Lake, Lake Orion 58-37. And, and Lake I Orion's I think, good. I
1: think Fletcher had eighteen or nineteen in that game. As okay. Well. And they're, so, so so they lost those first two
2: games of the season, and now. They're blowing teams yeah. out. They're winning every saying? game. The, by light, the light goes on. Yeah, yeah.
1: you know exactly. hey, when kids figure wow. it they out. Figured, you know, they figured it out. They're, they're like, wow! wow. Man, there are a lot of people in these stands. Yes. Hey, that's going to keep on happening. You know.
0: Well, no, one that uh, was a lot closer was uh, our number three team, U.D. Jesuit, and Detroit Catholic Central last Friday. Yes, that was a one point victory uh, for them, sixty to fifty nine. I heard the
1: house Friday. was rocking at CC. Oh, I bet. And I and I think that last thirty seconds or something like that, there were UAD was up by one. CC comes back. UAD comes back, and I think it was Jordan Montgomery that wound up hitting the. Oh, the I game. Think, did yeah.
2: Daniel Friday not play in
0: that game?
1: Daniel Friday did not play. Neither did uh, Big. Uh, excuse me, uh, Jalen. Right. So
0: we're going to talk about Jalen a little later in the show. When we get to our hot topics cool, coming cool. up. Uh, game last night that you and I were both there yep. was and when we say last night we mean Tuesday. Uh, number six Castech Tech takes down number five King at home, fifty-five, forty-one. Uh, Joshua Harris, man, that that was one. That was the guy who was just. You talk about just. Hitting from downtown, really making uh, for cast, yep. making some uh, great plays. Six Obvi- four senior, yes, yep. obviously um, uh, Whitfield, uh, Jordan great. Whitfield, yeah, it was yep. um, you know a couple just you know great jams just to get the crowd going, and uh, really uh, dictated the action. You know, swarming on defense, played well. Uh, I think and, they did a
1: great job of trapping when they came out yeah, in that second yes, half. Yes, and that was I think. But uh, Cass was up by what ten? Real low scoring first yeah, quarter, real low scoring, and then uh, you know second quarter wound up picking up a little bit. Yeah, it was a good uh, good the, back and forth yes, threes going yes. on each side. Hey, whatever you can do, and yeah. then, and you really saw the rivalry between yes. the two teams. Yes. Um, the third quarter, yeah. Uh, that Cass was like, hey, this is our house. Uh, yes, I got to talk to Steve Hall and Diamond Press or whatever they were doing, but it was they did a great job of flipping that boy. Many yes. a times and wound up getting plenty of fast break points off of it, which was the difference in the third quarter. And then they wound up keeping that 15, 14 double-digit lead right. uh, well into the fourth quarter and wound up winning.
0: By so I think, so just, I, think, I think we're going to see Cass rise in yeah. those rankings?
1: I, you know what, I, I really I think that that was a, a big win for them. Yes. Um, you know, they're still thinking about their loss to Carmen Ainsworth. Know. You know, they had a 14, 15-point lead in that yeah. game and they wound up losing it. Yeah. And I think that, you know, guys, they got to figure things out. Coaches can only do so much, you know, so when when uh, these players, when they figure it out, but I think that Cass, when they can go out there on nation trap because they can, hey, I, we see they're getting tired. Way we can do so wholesale substitutions, and we're going to bring in another five guys, and they all have size. I mean, they're, I mean, I'm not sure that they have a player on their team that's under six foot. Right. You know. So right. when you when you range from six foot to six foot seven, you know, you got a couple of juniors on the team who can come in there and really get some stuff done. But they're all seniors, or yeah. you know, for the vast majority of. All seniors and juniors on that yes, team. it is. So, you know, I mean, that extra veteran leadership right yeah, absolutely. there goes oh, a long way.
0: George Ward was beside himself. Yeah. He just, you know, for whatever reason, King just could not get anything real. Like you said, it was the one guard that was uh, basically keeping him in the, in the game. Jordan Whitford? No. Yeah, number no. four. Yep. Ziegler? Uh, I'm going to look it up while you're
1: talking. Yep. It slips in my mind. But, yeah. yeah, he did a great job. I, yeah. in the, I think it was in the second quarter, third he, he was the one that kept that game from being a thirty-point a thirty-point loss. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. Cass wound up, and the thing the thing about this game is, and I, and I kind of have to think about who George Ward is, who coached him, Ben yeah. Kelso, right? You know, and I have to think about the Detroit Southwestern teams going and beating Cooley, you know. But then when it comes around to March, then all of a sudden Cooley's wound up. Hey, we're going to the... Or yeah. not at the time. They're not we're going, going, going to the, the They're palace. going to Chrysler or the yeah, Palace. Cr- yeah. So, yes. you know, I'm winning three straight then. and, and I so, think George, cool.
2: was on, George was the captain so, of the second of the three. I think yeah, he, that's was the year on the, that he He was graduated, on the first yeah. two. I think he graduated. And then Michael Talley, his senior year, 99. was the year
1: after that. Yeah. yeah. Um. But also with that, they could play four times this year. Yes. You know? um, Twice during the regular season. Next game will be at King. Uh, yep. Somewhere in the new year, 2019. Yeah. Um, and then they'll wind up more than likely playing again in the... In the uh, city playoffs, yep, and then uh, they're in the same district, so you know how yep. that's going to be nice and nice and fun, yeah, uh, for for everybody, you know. So, and that is the marquee game of the PSL. Um, not saying that the PSL is, you know, what they used to be, but uh, you know they'll they'll figure it out, and um, just like to see a couple of more tighter games. I've also heard Northwestern's been playing real well. I'm going to. Check them out uh in the very near future I heard well, guard, and, you know, and, and uh and what I do we will, got number four i
0: I, t- I told him that uh i was gonna give him a uh a shout out today and that is uh good old curtis stove yeah you yeah know, he's hitting me up so he's uh his, his kurt McGurk. yes exactly <laughs> his uh his, <laughs> yeah his comments uh were that uh, you know Cass is got douglas um on uh, Thursday. I think it's Thursday or Friday. Yep. December 20th. That's oh, Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Two of the best
1: yeah.
2: sophomores in the state. Omar yeah. Ziegler for King and, they start. and uh, Pierre Brooks yep. for... Pierre's uh, out
1: for another couple of weeks. Okay. So he says
0: Douglas starts four seniors and a freshman. six five, big. Frank Arosa. Uh, Cass has, obviously, A. Cuff and Tyrone and... Khalil uh, yeah, Cali- Cali- Whitehead. Khalil Whitehead was yep. one yeah. of Chicago, Chicago yep. State. Yep. yep, yep, As well as Daniel, Daniel Autry. Autry. That yep. was
1: another... That's another thing that's scary about Cass because... Autry didn't necessarily shoot the ball very well yesterday. Yeah, Harris shot the ball very place, well, yes. and when you have guys that are out there who can step out there and make jumpers, and they can put it down on the floor a little bit, oh man, that's you know they're they're not a they're they're far from a one-trick pony.
0: Yeah, and then he talks about uh, Davon Allen, who finished second in the PSL tracking field finals for high jump in 2018. Wow, for Douglas. So uh, he's, yeah. he's throwing out his. Uh, he said it's going to be an orange out and uh, it's an upset alert.
1: You know if you you know you can look underneath that paint a little bit and you can still see a little bit of blue and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Murray right. Murray right, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, there's some awesome games going Robert on that tr- place. the
2: Tractor Trailer
1: yes. Yeah, Carlos Ed Medlock. Yeah. Yep. yeah so, oh, tons yeah. of yeah. Guys.
0: That was right when we stay champ, sorry. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. And uh yep you should yeah, play country music
1: to get all the get all the fans out yeah you know? <laughs> uh, it, it, was saw, it was great it was great hey yeah. 515 ding, ding, ding,
0: i saw ding. it was a king murray wright game we did our game of the week i think it was 03 and uh Oh man, but the biggest brawl broke out in that place and yeah. it was like I think it was me and Tom Markowski were the two white people oh, in the entire facility. Exactly. Uh but what a great game it's that was. Like and, it was and and yeah, it was it the was stars. they they got it they got it, you know, it was great. It just kinda added to it and then but the game still was, was awesome. What's wrong with Pierre? And Benny Brooks? King was going, going crazy. Um
1: Benny White
0: I, Benny White, sorry. He's, he's, Benny King he's Benny.
1: got like a um a leg injury or something, but it's it's nothing that's serious. It's more okay. precautionary. We wanna make sure that everything is you know, one hundred percent healed instead of having it become a yeah. nagging injury. Yeah. You know, again I mean, he appears only a sophomore. Mm-hmm. He's got division one offers, you know, so I mean, yeah, whenever you can see kids can't do a lot for their parents, you know, but you know his if, dad you, can is get, the if you can get them a scholarship, dad, you know, former, then that's probably the best you can do.
2: Dad played at King or played at king and coached at king, right?
1: Um I know he did coach at King won a city title. Yeah. Um that was with the North Fleet days and yep. uh Malik Albert. Um I and he either played at Northern or he played at King, I think it okay. might have been King though.
0: Pontiac wins again on Tuesday, this time in overtime on the road versus Ferndale, 72-67. So they've got their 7-0. and Good wins against Clarkson. Now Ferndale, because Ferndale's the team we have talked about. What's up with Pontiac? The Yak
2: is back.
1: The Yak is back. Uh,
2: coach Schroeder, uh, you know, coming over from uh, Rochester College, where he had been an assistant for Garth Pleasant on the, in the men's program and had been the head coach of the women's program at Rochester college has also been at Glen Oaks, I believe as a, a head women's coach and assistant boys coach. Uh, you know, it's just took us, took him a couple years to get, you know, everything implemented and, uh, everyone buying in and, uh, they're off and running this year. I mean, you the know,
0: fact they have seven games before
1: December 25th yeah, is yeah. pretty good. Right. Right. Somebody's looking for a, a nice Christmas vacation. Uh,
2: I talked to coach Schroeder, uh, actually today and talked to him a little about his team. And, um, he said that, uh, uh, He's getting contributions from guys that, you know, have really made big strides in, in their development as basketball players. The, the guy he really wanted to point out was uh, DeQuavion Cole, who's been their leading scorer. They call him DQ. DQ Cole, um, a guy that, uh, according to, to Coach Schroeder, shed about 20, 30 pounds, grew about two or three inches, and uh, it, it is really just, you know, has kind of has a license to thrill this year. Um, a kind of guy that is doing it all, uh, doing it, you know, hitting the glass, scoring on the perimeter, um, doing it on the defensive side of the uh, uh, of the floor. Uh, he's got his uh, his school's quarterback on the football team, D- uh, Dominique Stovall, who's kind of a defensive stopper, a guy that's gonna uh, patrol the paint. Got a nice point guard in EJ Simpson, and then they got uh, a DQ's first cousin, uh, Davion Cole, who's been another real nice piece of the puzzle, and. Um, they beat Ferndale in overtime. Okay. Ferndale, a uh, little update on, on where Ferndale is in terms of uh, their transfer situation. Okay. They got five, uh, five pretty high-profile transfer four, four of the five kids that came over from East English Village are all Division I prospects. But they had five kids that came over from uh, East English Village along with Coach Juan Rickman, who took the Ferndale job over the summer. None of those kids have been eligible up until last night, on Tuesday night. The first kid got eligible, Sudi McElroy, was ruled eligible, I guess, like 45 minutes before the game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nice. So they got one of the five uh, 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 on the floor. Yeah. And I guess Sudi was a big reason that uh, uh, Ferndale was able to keep that game close, and they got into overtime. And uh, Coach Schroeder said McElroy was shooting the ball really well. You know, a guy that's 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, maybe even 6'7", plays on the outside, can can really uh, bomb, yep. uh, bomb away from, from three-point distance. So – you know, we were talking about the OA blue race being kind of Ferndale's to lose. I don't know what the deal with what the rest of those kids are, but what I do know is that Pontiac is for real, yeah. and, and they're going to be in the as mix. As they should if, be. In you the mix, I mean? yeah. if not at the front of the pack. And then Oxford yeah. is okay. a team that is is going to make noise in the OA blue okay. with uh, Trey Townsend and Mike Rache. Love
1: them. Love Townsend.
2: So it should be, you know, maybe at the start of the season, I was telling everyone that as long as Ferndale has their – Transfers eligible, it will be a one-team race. Right. But I, I think I'm going to uh, walk that back a little bit yeah. and think even if Ferndale does have all their kids, uh, all their kids eligible, I think Oxford and Pontiac will... will you know, be right there uh, in the race for the OA Blue title, and and you know the OA Blue is going to be probably a lot tougher, not probably will be a lot tougher than it's ever been.
0: Well, that's great. And again, yeah. it's not about uh, how you finish; it's about how you finish. And Pontiac, and so is, those teams are going to be battle tested, ready for the playoffs.
2: And Pontiacs True. in Class B or Division Two, right? Yeah. So they just moved down last year. Yeah. Um, I talked to Coach Schroeder about uh, the district, and it's a wide open district. It's Cranbrook, Country Day. Uh, them and Notre Dame Prep. So I mean any one of those four teams could come out come out of there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Interesting. That's that's, and it's, that's yeah. good. Stuff.
2: Just like we were saying last week about it's good for the Catholic League that Brother Rice is good in basketball. It's good for Metro Detroit, period. When and Pontiac. good for OAA athletics in general. Yeah. When Pontiac Basketball yes, exactly. is at the at, at, on par, Especially with what Pontiac basketball. Now has that been it's in one school,
0: come on, yeah, yeah. just yeah. need to get
1: Southfield on board. I mean, yeah, I know, were, I know. you know,
2: <laughs> for, for pretty much time immemorial in yeah, Michigan, I know. up until yep. the last ten, let's say ten years, yes. the meccas of basketball oh, yeah. in the state of Michigan. There, there, there were four meccas. There was Detroit. There was Flint, there was Saginaw, and there was Pontiac. Yeah, and, and Pontiac could go head-to-head head to, t- head to head with oh, yeah. any one of those other three areas. Yeah, that's really, absolutely. Um, absolutely. In I mean, terms of
1: time back to back, I mean, back-to-back championships. Last I mean, time
2: uh, a Class A team, oh, actually, well, Clarkson just did it. But before Clarkson did it, the last Class A team to go back-to-back, uh, 2001, 2002, Pontiac Northern. Um, and yeah, Back
0: in the day, Frank Orlando used to talk about in Hamtramck, the Pontiac kids would come and they would play and they, they had what's now Uh, Hamtramck High School, and they had these outdoor courts, kind of like a Rucker Park kind of setup. And uh, you know, he said he'd be like, you know, one of the only white guys, you know, playing a little Jewish kid, but he was a baller. So much tradition. And he said he said those Pontiac kids would come in, man, and it was just like it's on. So much tradition in Donkey Kong in that city.
2: I mean, I can remember being a kid, a a teenager, going to some of those Pontiac Central, Pontiac Northern games, and just the electricity that was in those. In those gyms, yeah. um, and then obviously the talent on the floor uh, w- was something that w- was just so special. And we kind of had, you know, Pontiac. The school district has uh, had the issues they've had. They've gone from the two schools about seven eight years ago to the one school um, well, for four
1: thousand students, about seven hundred.
2: Yeah. Uh, so Coach uh, uh, Rob Rogers was there, the the guy that that, that led Northern to those two straight. Uh, state championships in the early 2000s, was there when, when the transition first, when the merger first happened. Um, then he left, and I don't know if there was someone in between. Oh, there was. Well, K- Kelso was there. Yep. So And Kelso had a couple teams that were competitive.
0: Yeah, before Southfield, before he came to Southfield. No, it was after Not Southfield. Oh, it was after. It was okay.
2: before his son, uh, it was before he moved his son to Wall Lake Northern and then to West Bloomfield. Oh, yeah. Now they're the okay. Kelso's are at, uh, at a prep school in, in New, 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 New York, York where uh-huh. Coach Kelso is coaching uh-huh. and Jalen is playing. But what I'm saying is that when Ben Kelso was there, Pontiac was respectable. Um, they weren't at the level of of what we expected Pontiac basketball to be. This team is seven and zero, and I think has the chance to really put together a, a, a gaudy record. They. They could finish the season eighteen and two. All right, well, that's wow. good. All right, seventeen and three.
0: Number one, Muskegon, uh, lost in their opener against Rockford yeah, I, last I, 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 Friday. I thought that I was being such
1: a smart guy. I, I was like, they're the only ones who haven't who haven't lost. You know, I mean, right. I'm, it, you know, like I've got a shaky hand when I'm doing the Division One rankings. I know. And, and I was like, hey, let's put Muskegon. They haven't played a game, so they haven't
0: lost. I hear ya. you. Know? And, and then so they wound up getting stopped pretty well. They Rockford. did. They did. They bounced back had a sixty two forty three win over Grand Haven on Tuesday. Uh, but, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll now see, you know, I'm sure that they'll fall off their perch uh, uh-huh. for a little oh, while yeah. when we see yeah. our rankings next week. Um, Grand Blank beat uh, Flint, Carmen, at Ainsworth on uh, Friday, 56-46. Uh, we had, uh, you know, Ainsworth number 4.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're good. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's good It's good news for UD Jesuit and it's good news for Cass Tech. But, yeah. you know, right, right now, yeah, um, you know, I think that that's one of the the underlying rivalries um, Carmen Ainsworth in Grand Blank. I'm at football, basketball. I'm at just a ton of different sports. Was I expecting Grand Blank to win that game? No, no. And now, I mean, win, maybe later on because I don't. I think by Kevin double David double Rice is still out, and so he's not going to be back until I believe January 5th. That's, so, Glenn, that's Glenn's kid, right? That is Glen's uh, Glen Rice's son nephew. or nephew. And nephew. And yes. yes, yes. Kevin Rice would be the father. Okay, right. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, and speaking of that, on the same line, we talked about Brother Rice. You know, it's good when they're good. Well, Orchard Lake St. Mary's uh, beat them by thirty. And that game was close, Friday. I think,
2: through the first half, and then in the second half, Orchard Lake w- opened up a can, yeah.
1: as they say. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Did Brantley play? Brantley? I did believe play John,
2: T- uh, John John Brantley so, played, and. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Orchard Lake is is a team that is going to be a contender this year. Yeah. they got Lauren Bowman, which everyone knows about, the Wisconsin commit. Maybe you know, maybe the best shooter in the state.
1: Um, a couple transfers that were there that and, are that are eligible now, sophomores.
2: Okay. Yeah, they got the 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 two African That's, kids that yep. came in last year as freshmen and couldn't play. The one is better than the other. Peter Nowoki, uh, their their center, uh, six seven, yep. uh, uh, sophomore in the middle. But then they got the Rozier brothers and yes. yep. uh, Kareem Rozier. Freshman is one of the guard. best yep. freshman point guards that I've seen in a long time. You want to talk about a, a tremendously high hardwood IQ for a kid who's only 14 or 15 years old. Um,
1: it seems like there are a lot of really good point guards. Yeah. You know, in the I mean, we got to see... Uh, yeah. Remember, We talked about Young with Silk the um, earlier. Chase with uh, er, Silk and, 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 in the and Fletcher show, lawyer. We got Orlando Lovejoy who's putting up robot numbers at yeah. Romulus Summit Northern uh, Romulus Summit, Summit Academy where Mark White just won his 250th. Yeah, it. we're going to talk One about that in hot the, topics. Yeah, yep. No. Uh, and then um, you, know, you also have we just saw the little young point guard from uh, from King last night Chauncey. Yes. Um, who's not bad at all. We Wound up hitting some huge shots in uh, King's win um, a couple weeks ago. And, yeah. And they played at Duxford.
0: Yeah, so uh, in Division Two, uh, number four New Haven beat Gross Point South uh, sixty eight sixty two close game. Blue Devils in kind of looking at where what their development has been. They've won three in mm-hmm. a row. Beach Valley, Sea Home, and Romeo, obviously good teams. Yeah. Uh, almost pulled this one off, and they beat Anchor Beta open the year. So uh, GP South. Uh, playing well and obviously hanging with uh, with a really good New Haven squad. And for New
2: Haven, I just got to – You're going
0: to get everybody's best.
2: Yeah, I, you know, and I said it, I think, last week when I talked about Romeo. I mean, you know what you're going to get from Romeo Weems. But Ronnie Jeffrey, uh, the other senior on that team, another co-captain, a, a four-year starter, uh, kind of came in with Romeo and obviously has taken a back seat in terms of publicity-wise. But Ronnie Jeffrey is, is – Ron Jeffrey is, is, is a playmaker. He's a difference maker. Okay. Um, on the wing, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, a kid that's just very active, high motor, um, isn't a big talker, just lets his game do the talking, and is a really nice compliment uh, to Romeo Weems. And I saw he hit 26 last night in that game.
0: Cool. Oh, number two, Wayne Memorial bounced back from the 14-point p- loss to Clark State. Isaiah
2: Lewis, I- Isaiah Lewis Isaiah dropped Lewis a 50-bomb. 50, 50 points last night. And he,
1: points. And, and he hit 1,000-point points on 19 of 31 shooting. Yeah. Wow. Which is what I love to so see. Isaiah Lewis, I love, I love six one, six one guard, shooting guard from Wayne. There's
2: nothing okay. that I love more when it comes to backcourt prospects than efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me how many points you scored. Tell me what your shooting percentage was. Yeah. yeah. And a guy that can get fifty on nineteen of yeah. thirty one.
0: I'm going to see great. him tomorrow. They've got Westland John Glenn, so that's my prep that's for nice. for our summer. Also get to see
1: Joe uh, Moon. Y- yes, exactly. You know, and, I, and I'll tell you what you can. In
0: that game, you've got two of the states.
1: Top probably top five unsigned seniors, um, in that class, and and if I'm looking around, you know if I'm in the GLIAC, if I'm if I've got a scholarship to give, you know I'm like hey you can I mean that's that game right there is almost one bird and two stones because you know because you've got uh, Joe Moon as a point guard and Isaiah. You know, who can play the point, but is more off the ball. And Josh said but he yeah. needs
0: a point guard here at Lawrence Tech.
1: Look at that! Wow, look at the wonderful plug right there. That's exactly. great. Are you talking about Josh Pickens? Yes, I am. The head coach at Lawrence Tech. Yes, I am. Oh wow! I wonder if he's got Juan Young's number.
0: Exactly. <laughs> oh, he's going to see him Saturday with uh, yeah, well, yeah. Moons here. They just got great. one of Oak or Rod
2: Watt's
1: number at John Glenn.
2: <laughs> they just got one of Oakland County's uh, best big guys in Gunnar Gustafson from um, uh, Milford, who's I think that's a, a great walking, game. talking double double. And you want to talk about a kid with a motor? This kid's got a motor times I, ten.
1: Did he? I, I think he might have won the. He was really close in winning the eight hundred meters uh, for track. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, I mean, he's the one guy. I mean, you're six foot six. You know, I mean, I look at a whole bunch of. kids I think like he's that. more like six, yeah. seven, six, yeah, eight. Yeah, but I mean, well, let's say this: he's six, seven, six, eight. Yeah. He's got a great he's frame. Out. I mean, they, yeah. Like I mean, you could put a coat on him and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, and that sucker's. <laughs> come back three or four <laughs> years later and it's going to be like a pristine pristine right. shape you know I mean yeah, he's yeah. just
2: as good and you could argue that he's better than Nate Talbot, the the center from uh, Lake, Lake Oregon that's Oregon. going to Wayne State so right. the, it, it shows you what a what a great grab that is uh for, for, for Coach Pickens yeah, and Tech. Yep.
0: Division three, uh Corona beats uh, number nine, Flint Hammity by ten in Hammity's my, house My class, man Rock
2: right? my man Rocky Buscemi. Yeah, and my, then
0: Tuesday, yeah. Wall Lake Northern defends home court over Hamity and beats them sixty-three fifty-four. Yeah, i tell you
1: this is this whole season is getting even that that much more fun. Uh you know, Rocky Buscemi up at uh has done a great job. Sage Walker wound up tra- transferring back to Ithaca. Uh but he still has Logan LaPage on the Logan LePage on the team. I mess with him and stuff like oh, that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's uh one of those guys, a four year starter, uh six foot three, six foot four, great grades. You know, kid can kid can score it and he's athletic. I mean, he's one of those he'll 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 definitely have an opportunity to I mean, play Rocky
2: comes time. from the Catholic League, he was at Detroit Loyola. Yep. I actually played against him in high school when he was the point guard at uh, St. Clement. Nice. Based off in the district nice. finals Centerline back in the nineties. Yeah, yes. all right, yeah, all right. And, uh, cool. I, I, you gave him buckets. Well, we, I just—it's we funny. Of mm-hmm. them, the first couple years I'm covering him, I knew him as. When I'm covering them, I know, I know him as yeah, John it. Buscemi. But when I was a kid, I knew him as Rocky Buscemi. And then we're, we were somewhere, and someone referred to him as Rocky. And I was like, is John Buscemi and Rocky Buscemi the same person? He's like, yeah, that's me. I was like, we played against each other back yeah, in the day. Yeah, he's yeah. posting you up? Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Division 4, we had uh, some other upsets. Number 8, Hillsdale Academy falls big to number 9, Athens, 55-24. Yep. Uh, granted, those two were 8-9, and nine, but 55-24 uh, is pretty considerable. In i terms tell of- you
1: what. Athens and then if you want to keep on going I'm yeah, going to get to that. number yep.
0: 3 Battle Creek Saint Philip loses by yep. 35, 35 to unranked right. Bellevue. Yes. And then uh of course uh you know Mount Clemens is a team that we will have in our showcase uh that is got some work to do cuz Southfield Christian played like Southfield Christian yep. <laughs> and they won eighty-one twenty-five.
1: 25 last week. Yeah. Uh, Southfield Christian they I mean that was a, a statement win at home. Um You know, as I'm looking through and I'm just like, wow, I was like, Athens is beating the brakes off of teams. Bellevue is beating the brakes off of teams. They'll definitely be in my top 10, probably top five. I'm really looking for, I think they play uh, in late January and then mid February. But Athens and Belleville is probably going to be the Division four games of the week when they play that week because they're both beating teams by 30, 35 points. I don't think either team has lost uh, or won by anything less than 30. And I think that's great for uh, the Southern Central Athletic Association, yes. uh, which they are affiliated with. Um, but yeah, the Battle Creek St. Phillips, you know, they've got their, you know, they've got to play both teams twice. I thought they so only yeah. played.
2: I thought they only played volleyball at Battle, Battle yeah, Creek. Yeah, I
1: I know, St. exactly. <laughs> you had to break yeah. third. Yeah, they were they were they were rocking and rolling. You know, it's right. one of those things. I guess but Bellevue again. and Athens are. You know, I'm trying to figure. I'm got to no. make a trip over uh, west of the Irish Hills, and you want to right. talk about that's a right.
2: kid that uh, Coach Pickens and, and Lawrence Tech should be in on, and, and a kid that I, I that I consider a real supersonic yeah. sleeper special. Yeah. Cool. A kid that really didn't play until his senior year, and now he's playing out of his mind. Is John Sanders yes. over at Southfield Christian? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows about Bubba Humphrey. John Sanders didn't get a lot of clock last year. He's averaging close to 20, and this kid goes gets out on the open floor and jams it in your face. He's got some of the best uh, hops. He's a pogo stick uh, in terms for a kid that's only about six two. Wow. This kid jumps
1: out of the gym
2: all right
1: all right good, good, all good. Right. yeah I yeah, I'm looking for. I look forward to see Southfield Christian yeah. and that's what Southfield Christian is also going to need you, I mean it, it's hard to be a one-man team and really go out there and, and make uh, a run for the state championship and to see Sanders what he's doing. Um, it's going to be a wonderful compliment yeah. for you, or vice versa. Yep.
0: Well, before we get to our first timeout, uh, let's quickly get into some hot topics. U of D's Jalen Terry committing that, next week. That's Beechers. Jalen Terry. Yep. Oh, Jalen Thomas. Is, Sorry. Is, yep. Beechers. Jalen yep. Terry is committing next week.
1: Yeah, uh, December twenty seventh. Um, it's either he's got five. Uh, and best point guard in the state. Arguably, arguably. yes. Uh, he's my best point. guard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. He could. Yeah, but he's got that, he's I mean, got his options. Yeah, Michigan State. Uh, being one, he just took a visit there last week. Um, Iowa State, where uh, fellow Beecher Man-Man Morris wound, wound up going. Uh, Missouri is also involved. Cornell Mann, who was at Iowa State, recruited uh, Man-Man Morris to Iowa State. He's now an assistant at Missouri. Um, then you also have Mississippi State, where Ernie Ziegler is a coach. And then uh, finally, I'm trying to remember, Iowa, uh, who I know that was in on him early, you know, as a freshman, as a sophomore. Because they get to see Iowa State. Is Ernie the State. assistant or the head? He's the assistant.
0: Okay. So, yeah. is there any uh, any it, news that you've heard as to where he's leaning? Ah, uh, um, I think. Let's say this
1: for all five schools. There are great reasons Iowa being there, pretty much from day one. Uh, Miss, uh, Missouri, um, excuse me, Mississippi State, obviously the link, you know, there with Ernie Ziegler. Uh, Cornell, man, I've imagined that. You know when Monty Morris comes back, he's got nothing but great things to say sure. about um, assistant coach at Missouri. Yeah. Um, but then you also have Iowa State, and Man man Morris probably saying pretty good things about them. And then uh, you've obviously you know you got you know the two Big Ten schools with Iowa and Michigan State. Um, you had to gut it. Let's would you, say would this: you... I would have loved to see Michigan State years ago take Monty Morris. I don't think that they lose to Middle Tennessee State um, in the first round if they have him and Yontay Maton. Right. But that's none of my business, <laughs> right? Right. right, right.
2: <laughs> but when we're talking about Michigan State and, and, and Jalen Terry possibly landing there, doesn't the fact that, that uh, their point guard situation might not play into that? Because you got Rocket Watts coming up behind mm, Cash still has to behind sign behind Foster. Are you saying that you don't think it's necessarily a, a mm, solid commitment?
1: Uh, I mean, well, I mean, he's given a verbal commitment, but when right. the opportunity to sign was there, he didn't you know, sign. He he didn't mm. sign. Um, and you know, I think that. I mean, there are plenty of.
2: So you got three. You got three point. I mean, if he signs, you got yeah.
1: three really good point guards that still have eligibility left. That would be a poss- very strong possibility. Um, I would also think that Jalen could probably play off the ball a little bit. You know, he shoots the ball. You know, fairly well. Um, he could defend either, either you know guard position. But I think Foster is a strict one. Yeah. You know, we've seen Foster and Cassius on and the Foster court Foster just a hit bit.
2: double digits but. for the first time in his career. Yeah, it was, he had a little bit yeah. of a rough start to to the first couple weeks of the season. I'm glad to He's see. Just it. a week
1: yeah. later than his brother,
2: huh? Yeah,
0: yeah, he played well. He's played well. Uh, Romulus, Romulus Summit Academy coach Mark White uh, just won his 250th game.
1: Yeah, uh, so I had an opportunity to talk to him the other day. He told me that he wanted to get to 250 wins before he got to fifty losses. And he's got forty nine losses. So uh, that's not bad. I was like, hey, yeah. and you did it before you got an AARP card? <laughs> that's not yeah. too bad right there. You right, know? right. And right. so yeah, but he's he's really excited with uh you know, with Orlando Lovejoy, his point guard, who's been putting up great numbers. He's averaging um, like thirty a night. Yeah, and so as a freshman Florida. Yeah, as a freshman, but I mean yeah, you're talking what about division a guy are they? Winning. They are division uh they're division two, I believe. Two, okay. Yeah. Um I mean he's two time state champion. Three-time PSL champion, River Rouge. He's took let, River he took River Rouge in the final four the last, last two years. years. Two yeah. years. Two years, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah so. Uh, it was, uh, it was those, great, obviously, with Renaissance, those Renaissance uh, in their heyday. Those Renaissance teams. Southeastern. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh,
2: those Renaissance teams that had uh, Tuan Porter, Malik uh, Harrison and Joe Crawford.
1: Sure, we can't stop there. Mark, Carson Butler. Carson Butler, yes, Marcus you
2: know, Strout. uh, no. That was one of the best teams that I've ever seen uh, play, not just in the PSA. Adam Sabri. One of the best teams I've, I've yeah. seen in the MHSA uh, in my you know, 20, 25 years uh, watching uh, basketball around here. And, and Will
0: Golston was on his Southeastern, Southeastern teams, right? Teams. Yep, that was yeah, his, on the Southeast
2: with Brandon Kearney and Percy yeah, Gibson.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but those
2: Renaissance teams were nationally ranked.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, without, without a doubt. Yeah, doubt they were. Yeah, I mean, I even mean. the PS, I remember watching the, the PSL the, championship the PSL- game versus Denby. And they beat the brakes off of Debbie P- D- I think, was two, top. I want to say
0: 2003 yep. PSL championship at Cobo Hall. A newly uh, crowned uh, mayor and Kwame Kilpatrick yeah. in yep. attendance, yep. and uh, that was one of the like you know, again being getting a chance to be. That was really my first experience at Cobo in that kind of in an environment, and it was just. You know, I think they were eight, eighth in the country at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing yeah. Mark White in the bathroom before the game. You know, and I walked in and I was like, I was like, "Hey, coach." And I, was, you know, I remember I was like, "Man, this is kind of a big deal for us, state champs." You know, who's there filming this? And he's like, he's like, "Yeah, it's a big deal for me too." I remember. I remember. You know, he's like, "There's a lot of eyeballs on this game." You know, because right. at that time he really had aspirations that he was going to jump into the college ranks and just blow up from there. You know, unfortunately, he didn't. I went to Adrian College, but I don't think
1: that that leap that, you know, to a division one. And I think that the other thing is sometimes coaches don't want to piggyback off of their players. Hey, well, I'm going to go to Kentucky with Joe Crawford. I'm going to go to Oregon with Malik Harrison or or, 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 or a number of these schools and stuff like that and kind of say, you know, this is what I've done. I don't want to act like there's anything funny going on here and stuff like that. And sometimes I'm at the – I mean, it's all about opportunity and timing a lot of times with coaches – we just talked about Nate Oates. Yep, you know, and Bobby Hurley doesn't get a job yep. at Arizona State after having a couple of years of success. Yes. And if Buffalo,
2: Buffalo doesn't have the faith in in turning it over to, to Nate, I mean, they could have yeah. gone out and got a, another guy that had head coach. Yeah, because he said, the "I'm the bringing Wes Clark in." That's yeah. what he said. Yeah. Yes. He's
1: like, he's like, your brother's the reason EC Matthews my my going over there, there cracking knuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick little ando and and about my me.
2: first uh, first glance at, at Mark White. I went to see one of those games. I think it might have been the PSL title game. Maybe it, maybe it was a district title game. Uh, it was with that, that Harrison-Crawford-Porter uh, 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 team. And everyone and the it, other
0: Crawford. And, yes.
2: Yep. And they, they, they won the game and, and it was kind of like the, the aftermath of the game where all the, the faithful, the Renaissance people are, are kind of huddled around the team. Sure. And, and these little kids are just jumping up and down, and and Mark White goes up to one of the kids and says, like, you want some of this, don't you? You want to be part of this, don't you? He's so like, you're going to be part of this. And I was like, that was kind of cool that he yeah. was, like, getting with yeah. the 11-, 12-year-old kids yeah. being like, this is something that we're building, and when you're, you know, three or four years from now, you can be doing this just what these other kids are doing.
0: And so it was our big boy game of the week, and here I am trying to, like, trying to stage something. <laughs> so I have Joe and Malik after the game where say, like, uh, Man, you know, I love McDonald's. He's like, but but there's nothing like Big Boy or something yeah. like that. So it was, uh, yeah, it was like a magical. It's like a fairy tale kind of like time. That was just you know where it was just so big. High school basketball at that point in the city. Was well, it was just also to win that title. Yeah. It was before it was like, social media. It's like free, it's almost bigger than a state championship. For I mean, a lot of people yeah, in the city,
2: right. it's if it's not bigger, it's just as yeah. important.
0: Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's city rights. Right, and I'll tell King you this,
1: city. I, I, and I joked with Steve Hall about, about a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I would, you know, I was like, "Oh, Yo, you walk around because he won a city champion, city championship yeah. with Cass. Yeah, He's he got did. three rings with three state championships with yeah. with Detroit Rogers, which is class D, yep. and yeah, which is which is class D. Yep. And I mean, hey, you walk around with his chest out, you know, yeah. like state champs, city champs here." You know, right. state champions like, hey, you know, yeah. you know, because yeah. I mean, they were barely finishing 500 or, you know, right. they finished the season 12. Because they were because yeah. they, they were playing the, the Crockett's yeah. and they were playing other yes. state champions, Absolutely. which, were, you know, which are yeah. loaded, which were, back then was right. loaded. Unfortunately, about half those schools have closed. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Southwestern, yeah. Cooley, you know, the McKenzie's, yeah. you know, I mean, Chadsey's, I mean, it's some crazy it, stuff, Kettering, right. you know. And
0: then they're playing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah. some uh, the UP team, you know, in, yeah. the, in the state finals, you know, whatever. Shout out. Then it was City. City was the other Detroit one that City. was. Yes, uh, yeah, City. And they won a win in a class They want a state
2: too. championship yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, just uh, want to shout out two other coaches that that reached milestones. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Steve Emert, the longtime boys and girls coach. Now he's the girls coach at Wild Lake Western. Mm-hmm. Um, is about to win number four hundred. Uh, he went to a state finals with his Wild Lake Central girls team back in '95. Took a his '93 team for his boys at Wild Lake Central. One of my all time favorite squads. Uh, he took everything that Rick Pitino was doing at Kentucky, and he transplanted it into Oakland County. Just pressing, uh, full court the whole game, shooting twenty, thirty threes a game. Uh, just a really fun, high energy brand of basketball. They went tw- style. They went twenty five and zero um, until they ran into uh, a, a number one in the country, Pershing team uh, that beat them at uh, Calan Hall in the quarterfinals. But very special team. And then, like I said, uh, Coach Emmert had long. Long tournament runs for, with boys and girls for Wild Lake Central. Was at Oxford for a while with the girls, um, and now is at Wild Lake Western. Uh, coached some really good Western teams the last couple years, so hats off to him for his 400th victory. And then Gary Fralick over at Troy just picked up 400 uh, either Friday or I yesterday.
1: Last, I think it was last. Yeah. Um,
2: over at Troy. Right. He's been at Troy for 25 years. Uh, right coached both there. of his sons. I actually played against him in high school in his first couple of years when uh, it was a game where his both his kids were on the floor. You had Tim Buckets? Both his kids were on the floor, and yeah. my coach's son was on the floor. Uh, and I remember that the, the Free Press and News did the whole thing about three coaches' kids all being yeah. on the floor together and uh, kind of getting to know Coach Frelick. And I knew Coach Emmert when I was a kid, too, because my mom uh, taught with Coach Emmert. So I've known both Coach Emmert and Coach Frelick since I was 14, 15 years old, Go, bo- both Great men, great coaches—the type of guy you want to give your kid to to to, to mentor and, and bring along uh, in the game of basketball, and um, you know, just just really high class individuals.
1: Yeah, I talked with uh, uh, Coach Freilich earlier today, and I was like, I know, out of all the years, because you coached at Redford Thurston before, yeah, and at Royal Kimball. Um, but how is, I, you know, I was like, out of out of all these years and that you've been coaching, I was like, what? Are, how does last year's Troy team, you know, compare with your top teams? And he said, yeah, the last two years. You know, those have been his best teams. You know, and you talk about a loaded OAA red last year, where you had Hazel Park that was constantly in the top five. Obviously, obviously, Clarkston the eventual state Westland championship. Field. They were I mean, up there. Westwood, West who had just come out there. of a final four appearance yeah. the year before, R- right? So I mean, they and Troy's out there, and it's like, oh, we just need, we just, we just need an extra four yeah. points, if we can get by some of these teams. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he was, those are some, those are some exciting well, teams. Let me and right now, he's got Brody Parker. Yeah, this one of the one of the top one of the best sophomore sophomores fungers. in the state. Yeah. Just
2: a gunner. Yeah, uh, as a sophomore, he's averaging about 25 a game already. Mm-hmm. Last year as a freshman got minutes and it seemed like one of those kids that if he got 10 minutes he was giving you 10 great minutes as a freshman and yep. for, for someone that young to go play with a team of all veterans, a team that had those kind of expectations, you know, he was a big reason that, that that those seniors were able to get him to the uh, regional finals last year and they ended up losing to Clarkston. But uh, just one anecdote that I want to share to close this, to, to talk about uh, Gary Fralick and to me this sums up the type of person Gary is so. If people can recall, four or five years ago, you know he developed uh, a talent by the name of James Young, yes. who ended up uh, uh, going to Kentucky, yeah, went to tr- a NCAA, transferred a Final to Rochester, four. and well, that's one of so. Yeah, okay, sorry. Went to a Final Four. Yeah, was the number fifteen pick in the NBA draft. He's bouncing around the G League right now. Um,
0: Should have stayed in, He's college. in Milwaukee. Now. So.
2: James, for whatever reason, and this, this could be a whole podcast on itself if you yes. wanted to. Oh, yeah. For whatever reason, James and his and his uh, handlers decided to move uh, James his senior year from Troy to Rochester. Obviously, this was something that was very upsetting to the Rochester team that had a lot of high hopes and had won, I think, two or three straight league titles. You mean the Troy team? The Troy team. Yep. Sorry,
0: what did I you say? You said the Rochester. Sorry, team. very had, disappointing. Yeah. We're getting very King disappointing James. Very disappointing for the Troy yeah. team. <laughs> yes, yes,
2: because um, they they had a lot of expectations going into that year. So then, fast forward two years later, after he goes to Rochester, his senior year at Rochester, he takes him to the quarterfinals. Um, then he goes to Kentucky, takes Kentucky to the to the to the NCAA championship game, where he has a great final four. And there's talk that he's going to be a first round draft pick. Yeah. And if people don't know, when you're being touted as a first round draft pick. The teams do their due diligence and they send out investigators to go talk to everybody in your past to get an idea of what kind of kid, what kind of person they're going to be bringing into the organization because this is a, this is a multi-million dollar investment. Yes. And Gary, from, you know, from talking to multiple people on this, Gary spoke incredibly highly of James Young and said, I don't want you to think, uh, I don't want anyone to think that, uh, what happened with us at Troy and him leaving had any you know uh, has any effect on the way I look at James as a person or as a player. James is the type of kid that you should draft. James is the type of kid that that is a good kid that that his heart's in the right place, and even though i didn't end up being his final high school coach, I recommend him and, and I fully cosign you drafting him and I know a lot of coaches. A lot of coaches that if if the rules were reversed and what had happened to Gary had happened to them and an NBA team is coming to talk to them they're going to trash the kid wow. and that's, that's just that's just not in, that's, that's not Gary class, yeah, that's, that's, class, not in class, that's not class, in Gary Fray's DNA right. and, and so,
0: so and then the uh, the Boston Celtics
2: took him number fifteen yep.
0: and then yeah yeah I thought it was Knicks Celtics okay. Well, I think he should have stayed another year in college. Personally. He he should have. Um, and
2: and and I've said before that in reality, that Final Four performance when he played so well was probably one of the worst things that could have happened to him because it it gave him the impression that he was ready to go to the pros. Uh, and uh, and it's he was hard to turn down. Like, I know. If I, know. I know. Let's say this, if, if,
1: yeah, it's hard to turn down that kind of money because yep. I mean you've got injuries and stuff like that. I always remember what happened with Kevin Ware, you know, a few years ago with Louisville, when you know, snapping his leg in half. Yep. And, oh you know, it's it's one of those things where. Yeah. sometimes you got to strike by the iron he could have he yeah.
2: would have been benefited from another year yeah, yeah, and yeah. i think i think he, there's still a place in the nBA for him um he's, st- he's he, still young I mean, he caught what, on, with the, he cut on with the Philadelphia he on with seventy76ers at the end of last year i think played 20 or 20 games or so with them now he said he's in the uh the box organization yep. I know when he's down in the g league he's he, he's excelling in the g league yep. i know last year when he got called up by the sixers he was averaging like 20 in the g league so uh, he's he obviously has the skill set that I think could could make him a long term pro. And if not, he can go over to Europe and, and still make a living. But in terms of guys that we've seen uh, in this area in the last ten years, you got to put James Young up there at the top.
0: All right, we're gonna take a time out. That was a long segment. Yeah. Uh, it's long all good time. though. You know, uh, this is what this is what we do. We're talking hoops, and uh, we're just we're just. Going for it. So uh, we're going to take a break. Coming back, it will be our uh, B-CAM segment with uh, Dan Young and Matt Mowry. So stick around for that. And then we're going to come right back and close the show. We're going to preview the State Champs Winter Jam, talk about some other holiday tournament action that you can check out uh, over the Christmas break. So stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful,
2: and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Doughraiser. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about 4 years and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to doughraiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome
1: to Hungry Howie's Doughraiser.
0: All right, welcome back to hang time. This is actually our final hang time before we uh, regroup again at the beginning of the year. Uh, we welcome in Matt Mowry and Dan Young here for our traditional B-Cam segment celebrating the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, the largest in the country but of course we're always looking for new members to come on in and participate we've been talking a little bit about mr basketball miss basketball some of the hopefuls for the first couple of weeks uh we're gonna get uh since this is kind of a boys heavy centric show we'll talk a little bit about girls here in this particular section and uh you have a little knowledge of that you are just fresh off coaching uh, a girls team last year in salem you've seen some of these uh these girls you know just from a a big picture level uh, you know, and we kind of talked a little bit about this off-camera. Is the coaching at this level now for the girls? Uh, and again, sometimes it's just by happen chance, but you're you're happening to see it. Uh, just the, the the kind of evolution over the past, say, decade or so. Uh, it's it's really good.
3: It's really good. I I mean, I just talk about our league that I was in a little bit. Um, the
0: KLA, Yeah,
3: Brighton and Heartland and Northville and Novi and Wayne Memorial yeah. and the, the park teams, Canton and Plymouth. Yeah. I mean, lots of really structured, good fundamentals and good athletes. Uh, so yeah, we took our lumps yeah, <laughs> the last yeah. couple of years.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we're seeing really, uh, Matt, over the courses, you know, we, we have our, our staples, our coaches who've been there a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to celebrate. You know, Frank Orlando once again this weekend at the State Champs Winter Jam. It's Don off, right? Palmer's On like
3: Saturday. 935 wins. Yeah. Oh, I thought he you did. were going to say years old. But <laughs> way, <you're laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. Uh, he because uh, he did the boys, yeah, girls, boys, boys, girls, girls that at Milford. Stretch of yep, 25, Forever. 30 years, yeah, and he's still going at it at Heartland. And yeah. he, there's there's. They're younger, but they're yeah. yeah he's got their really,
4: rolling because the feeder system is really starting. Right. They're very young this year, but there's just a slew of freshmen right. who can all play, mm-hmm. and it's going to be interesting to see once Whitney Solom, their six foot four kid, comes back from a she had a relatively serious knee surgery that she had back in April, and she should be cleared sometime this month. But it's kind of interesting because they're just growing with those young kids right. and a couple of juniors. I mean, really, they have no seniors. Uh, I think they have one on the team. Mm-hmm. Um so it's not gonna, so this is one of those teams that's going to be good this year and then next year and they've been good over the last three or four years. So he's really kind of brought that that program to a crescendo, but like you said that yeah. that KLA is is deep side to side. I mean, both both sides have got just stellar teams. I was talking to the
3: one of the Brighton coaches on our board, Dan Krishner, and yeah. he helps out, I think at ninth grade level or maybe an assistant. He said that they have they feel like they have their best team they've yeah. ever had. And they just beat is pretty bad yep. last uh, week, and so uh, with a Miss Basketball candidate on it. So, yeah. And Wayne yeah. Memorial, we, we, we saw them up and close last year. They have lots of athletes. Lots and of talent. And Clegg's gone, but you've got uh, the girl
0: that's going to Illinois. Yeah, Janet Terry. Uh, yep. They're very athletic and yeah. long, and, and they play very hard. So, You know, I, I would say just uh, from a collective, the talent level, you know, from a young age is coming. We're seeing more and more freshmen now, boys and girls, uh, contributing right away. Uh, Unfortunately, now we're losing a lot of them following a couple of years to prep schools, and that's a whole nother show. Uh, But we are seeing uh, participation, for the girls especially, uh, fairly high. And in fact, Edison, who uh, I went and took a look at uh, on Tuesday, as they took on a good Ann Arbor Huron team, and credit you know the River Rats, they battled back. They were down twenty at the half and and made it a game. Only ended up losing by six. Uh, But they've got a team. They're so deep. They've got an all freshman group that they put out there. That's
4: really good.
0: That's really good when they you know when they end up finding themselves in matchups that they know they're you know, so overqualified for, and they give an opportunity for these girls to play.
4: Right, well I think the scariest thing about Edison that I pointed out in in our top teams thing, they have one senior, one. And it's Rikia Jackson, right? So they're going to be good again for another couple of years, you know, if all those kids end up staying there. So and, and those those freshmen move in, and they probably get another core of freshmen right behind them. So you, it's kind of interesting when you see those these programs that you know every once in a while you see a program that got a really good player and a couple of complimentary players, and you go, okay, they'll be good for a year or two, maybe three, you know, and then the, those players move on, and they kind of you know the talent dips back down. Yeah. But then you see some of these that have those. Those you know kind of they've get the feeder systems rolling, like I said with Hartland that's got and kind Brighton. of that same and Brighton yeah. and yeah, those same things and Single school
3: that's gonna be communities, yep. and then you know Edison would be a you know a different
0: situation
4: for sure, them.
0: sure, yeah, I mean, you know, they're kind of a midtown team, yep. uh you know, it's a nice house, you know it's a yes. nice gym. It you is, know, it is you very know nice. it's, it's big. they've got yep. you know the kind of the kind of like almost a caged off kind of you know other area that yep. uh, you know, uh, they can use for their filming and in that nature the stands are, are are nice and you know on boy boys and girls they've had mm-hmm. state champions so uh obviously detroit edison is our number one team you can go to yep. state champs network uh and you can check out the rankings uh for those and uh, you put a lot of time into them uh, i would say edison as a team you know yeah the Rikia stirs the drink they obviously sure. um uh are very uh you know again Uh, depending on if they're being challenged um, you know how good are they you know it's hard to tell sometimes in in terms of your schedule Uh, you happen to go this past weekend where they had a uh, showcase going on and they had some of the uh, best teams not only from out of state but in the country and uh, and they were beaten
4: well yeah and and you you they were facing uh, Columbus Afrocentric, which was another, both of the teams were ranked in the top five in ESPNW's uh, high school girls rankings, so you knew it was going to be a pretty good game. They'd played last year at Afrocentric's tournament in late January, and that game went to overtime, I believe it was 65-62, and this one ended up 65-60, so it's almost a, you know identical scores, just with the opposite result. But uh, the Afrocentric coach told me that after having tried to run with them last year and speed them up and realized that that wasn't going to work considering all the ball handlers and all of the skilled players that they have, they decided they were really going to slow it down this year. And they have a lot of size on that Afrocentric team. They've got a six-one girl who's going to Tennessee. They've got another girl who's going to be a high, high major who's six foot three. So they had enough size to, to battle it out in the half court with – with a, a Edison team that's that's really pretty tall. I mean, frankly, when you've got a six-three girl and you've got, you know, uh, Gabby Elliott, who's right around six foot, mm-hmm. and you've got another couple of players yeah. who are right in there, they've got their own size. They just don't have maybe that that ne- that next gear, I guess, in, in size. And they were really able to pack it in and play half-court defense on them. And it it was a very good game, but it was one of those where. You know, if if Edison can't get out and run and get, yeah, that's how they like to get their juices flowing. Yeah, that's how they. That's, yeah, how that's, they the, that's the formula. That's the right? lifeblood. Slow yep. it down. Yep. slow on it down. Yep. Yeah,
0: make them yep. defend.
4: Yep, for and sure. The for sure,
0: I saw them getting after it once the game started getting close yeah. last night uh, on Tuesday. And um, you know, the great thing about uh, watching Rikia and it really is fun when you get to see you know players who you can tell. Uh, are just gifted yes and are going to make waves at the next level it's so fun because you can say like wow i bet when uh you know whoever was me watching candace parker you know in high school and you Mm -hmm. can just see you you see that it's just like wow the sky's the limit uh you know i really would wanted to see country day and caleb webb one more year which would have been really fun for for Saturday, but uh, you know, Country Day's picking up the pieces and kind of figuring their thing out. But sure. Rikia, she can beat you outside. Yeah. She goes strong. She'll, uh, you know, get her own rebound. She'll fight for it. And uh, but, but very polished yeah. in everything that she does. She's worked so, so hard. hard on it. Yeah, yeah. She, it's effortless. Yes, yeah. yeah. and yeah. so you
3: know, that's that's just part of it. Yeah.
0: So Saginaw Heritage is another team that is so good. Is yep. uh, defending uh state champ or they ran the yep. they ran the tournament uh yeah. last so year so fun to watch yeah they
3: play so hard they share the ball
4: they play They're all athletic they yeah.
3: stay just flat yep the ball is always pressured they rebound as a team they're really well coached and they've got a lot of athletes.
4: Sure. You can yeah. tell
3: they're tuned into each other.
4: Yeah, and it starts right up front with Mo Joyner. I mean she's, mm-hmm. the, she's kind of the as we were talking just about with Rakia. She is and, she's yeah. so she's tenacious. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna be fun to watch at the next level. We've talked about that before when we were talking about the Miss sure. Basketball candidates because yeah. it's gonna be fun to watch her hound the ball handlers at, at the D one sure. college level. But it's it's not just her, it's Shine Strickland Gills, who's you know, can play a little back to the basket, is very athletic and long, rebound bounder who's going to Central Michigan then they've got Mallory McCartney who's going to Ferris who's a sniper from the outside they've got Lauren Reed who can you know take some of the ball handling responsibilities away from Joiner to kind of it's divvy those of up yeah it's 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 another team that's going to be right where they were mm-hmm. last year they're going to be pushed in the valley frankly because their path
3: is right yeah. don't they who would be their? uh in the state tournament who would they run into Well
4: they're going to run into Carmen Ainsworth even earlier than they did last year that I think was the regional final last year and Carmen Ainsworth is kind of the powerhouse in the south end of the valley they've got Destiny Strother who's going to Marquette um and uh you know that's another very talented team so they've got regionals yeah I think they're actually in the same district this year right. I'd have to go back and check um and another team that that will be right on on heritage's tail is midland dow who's got um Maisie taylor who's going to northwood and molly davis who's going to central and you know that's a very another a a team that gave them yeah and they gave them the the toughest of any game that that heritage had throughout the tournament just looking at the point differentials dow yeah yeah, dow and districts was the toughest game for them so yeah it'll be it'll be uh, i believe uh Carmen Ainsworth would be before Dow this year where they were, you know, they were mm-hmm. in the same district with Dow last year. Um, but, yeah, it's it, Class A, as always, is one of those where there are so many contenders. I mean, even East Lansing that lost a ton from last year has come out strong this year and has beaten, you know, a number of teams. They beat DeWitt, which bumped up into the CAAC Red, and DeWitt was a team that went, you know, basically – other than the two losses to East Lansing, they were the perfect table. the rest of the, the way. Phil McCollin's
3: um, a, yeah. a Hall of Fame guy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Became uh, our new president-elect.
4: There you go. Oh, there there you
3: go. go. Good guy. Well, Great coach.
0: We've got uh, Southfield A&T right behind them, and yeah. for those who don't remember, Southfield Lathrop, and uh, Michelle Marshall, yes. she's now was uh, you know obviously a power for so long, and they were a team very reticent of what Edison would do, mm-hmm. run and gun yep. uh, slash you know uh, just wear you press out, ya. yeah, yep. press yeah, exactly, very very much along those lines. And you know you've got them ranked three.
4: I've got them ranked three. Yeah, they're they're going to be probably the class of Oakland County this year, uh, especially since since Country Day maybe has has taken a step back, uh, but but is still you know still Country Day. Yeah, they've got uh,
0: fifteen straight districts. Is yes. uh, what uh, they captured so yeah, that's 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 impressive when you really think about it and obviously that dates back to Southfield. Yep. yep, and the first program. year.
4: Yeah, the first year they combined into uh, the, the Southfield and Southfield Lathrop combined they ended up uh, with, with Deja Church who's now at Michigan right. ended up going all the way to the semis mm-hmm. where they lost to East Kentwood and um, but they've got probably the most talented team since then. Uh, they've got uh, Keana Willis, who started last year as a freshman on the point. They've got Alexis Johnson up front, who's going to Marshall. They got Cheyenne McEvans, who's got a billion in one, you know, D one offers and is just is all just kinds me? of athletic. Are there a
3: lot of girls yeah. that are getting scholarships. Yes. Well, when I, I, I yeah, I, that's it, what I'm I, saying. No, am I... No, it's, I mean it's, it's just, not just you. No, no, you look it's at not, our, You look at our boys Mr. Basketball right? list and you look at our girls miss basketball. And yeah. it's just it seems like there's just yeah. a lot of good players who are getting opportunities to play right. the next level. Right. And, well, I, and, I, and I mean and, and it's not it's just twenty plus. And
0: it's not just granted, uh-huh. we have our our, our Plethora going to the max schools the, and yeah. they, even some of our big team. Well, you've got obviously Mississippi State, yeah, which is the right. You've got Clemson. Yep. You yeah. know, that people are going to right. Illinois. Illinois.
4: I just posted the uh, the top 100 players list the other night. Yeah. Um, and, and of our top 10, we had Mississippi State. And then Susie cleaned up at, at Michigan State, Michigan State, Michigan State, Northwestern, Marquette, Illinois but when you look at the division 1 kids you got all the way down to right around 40 43, where you started running out of those D1 kids or kids that you know down the road, like 40 plus ha- or D1 Are D1 kids, or D- have a lot of D1 offers. offers. Where, yeah. yeah, so and just potential, yeah. so you, like uh, Demia Hagerman, who obviously is a sophomore at that's Edison, tremendous, who's going to be
3: yeah. high level. That's yeah. tremendous, that yeah. is yeah. So, yeah. so
4: good to but, hear and, for and, our and, state,
0: and, and, yeah, and the crop of freshmen that you have now right. that are playing at such a high level, right? It this who is are gonna, already getting you know, right, right, exactly. So wait um, for a couple more years. This right. list is not and gonna
4: change. Great. After that you've got the slew of D twos where you've right. got the Northwoods and the Hillsdales and, and the, the Grand Ferris Valleys States. and the Pharises. No. Yep. yep, and Wayne you've hit, so yep. we you can go all the way down to probably Lawrence sixty Tech. or seventy Lawrence where Tech. you've got exactly, exactly you you've got a bunch just of, of scholarship access. It's athletes, exciting. So it yeah. really is. Yeah, and, and it's and that's one where you post one of those lists and inevitably you get somebody who thinks, you know, so and so should be a little higher. Well, All these kids, you know, you look at them and they all deserve to be on these lists Mm -hmm. because they're all going someplace. So you know, coaches covet basketball skills. Right? right?
3: We're we're rolling, and it's that's it's really good to hear that uh, forty plus of our kids are are um, potentially going to play D one, and then a whole slew more are going to play college basketball. Period. That is just fun to hear. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. It's it's great and. uh, uh... again we want to uh... celebrate that you know as always and talk about the uh... those who are and again that's a tribute to great coaching you know a lot yep. of it you know it's putting kids in situations uh... to succeed getting excited about playing off- basketball right. yep. Yep. you know you lose someone like a camera click okay let's figure out what offense we're gonna run now yep. that, that maybe is is more sharing the ball as mm-hmm. opposed to you know letting someone um, you know kind of lead the way because um, that's what they do uh, Arbor Prep is a program that has been obviously uh, strong yeah. for the last several years. You've got them kind they're, of uh, down back down right now yep. to at uh, at 16. Uh, they're in Division three. Now I think,
4: I think they graduated
0: four starters. So they from
3: that
4: lost. Last year.
0: Yeah,
3: uh, the girl, one of the sisters to Bradley. Yep. yep. Is the last sister
4: yep. a the senior? The last sister Petrie. is a senior, yep. but she's she had a delayed start a little bit to her senior season because she, she had a little bit of a knee. Okay. Um, I don't know that she had Petrie. surgery, but yeah, it's the yeah. last of the Petrie sisters, Mari, yes. um, who is also going to Bradley. So she'll be there with her with her older sister nice. uh, next year. Uh, but so she hasn't played much yet. or not at all? She just started. I think she's got two games in. Okay. Um, so I think I think her first game was Renaissance, and but then they senior, played in the tournament so. on Saturday. Yeah. And, and then they experience. may have played yeah. yes, yesterday. Uh, but, yeah, she's got a lot of experience, which is going to be necessary on that team because there are a lot of young kids on mm-hmm. that team. But... A lot of young kids, led by arguably the best freshman in the state, I and Maya Petticord, her. who's got yeah. nine D1 scholarship offers yeah, before she state. ever laced it up. Yeah. So the opening night of the of, of their season, I figured, okay, well, they're playing Clarkston. That's a good test, you know, Class A team that that went to the quarterfinals last year. So. Uh, regional finals, quarter one of the two. Yeah. Um, but they were very good last year, albeit they lost quite a bit of talent from that team too. So I just figured, uh, let's go see if, if she can live up to the hype. She put up 33. And so then her next game, she she played in a tournament at, at, at home, the Icebreaker Classic that they always have at Arbor Prep, which is a great tournament, put up 34. And so it's one of those where sometimes sometimes kids get so much hype before they even get you know to high school that they can never live up to that standard, but she's she's the real deal. Right. And and the other one that, that is right alongside her is the kid from DEPSA, Ruby Whitehorn, who is on that black team, the, yeah, that's the the B team for them, who got in the game a little bit on, on Saturday against Afrocentric just to get her a taste, but she's another one six two point guard. Whoa. She she's just you know, she's all kinds of long and lean and and can can get to the hoop, but yeah, you, you're seeing these kids younger and younger making contributions on the high school level because they're ready. And yeah, you, I mean, you can't you can't tell me that that's my Pedicord should be on a JV team when she can you know score 33 and 34 against Class A teams as a as a Class C. So that that's a program where I think toward the end of the year they're going to be back to where they you know think they belong a little more than than they are right now where they're working in so many new kids but when you've got you know amari petrie and a maya pedicord to kind of anchor the yeah. ship that mm-hmm. that certainly helps
0: well you know what's exciting dad the first annual state champs winter jam very exciting it's going to be a blast exactly yeah, so i do i want to thank uh Dan Young and BCAM, and, and everyone who's kind of helped with this and Wallace Whitfield who's excited he's got our refs for us and you know, everybody kind of really jumping in on the fact that yeah, that you guys should do this and, and we wanna be kind of the next showcase that yep. we is around every year and we wanna attract
3: LTU yeah, and, uh, and attract
0: the and best teams. And have and uh, have, have Miss basketball, yep. basketball candidates and mister basketball candidates going at it. young talent, freshmen and sophomores mm-hmm. so that college coaches can come and check these guys out in a in a competitive environment you know kind of a, the cool thing about LTU holds about 1500 so uh, please come to the game cuz when you get in there it's gonna really feel. It's gonna have that old school feel when you're when you're packed in and the electricity. starts, you're close to the action. It's a great gym.
3: The b- the boards are right yeah. up against the wall. Yeah, exactly. uh, It's gonna be a shooter's gym for sure. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So get ready. Get the nets yeah. nice and clean, yeah. and maybe get some new ones put up. because okay. There's gonna be some swishes. Uh, all right. We're playing. gonna have it
0: hype. Ready. Maybe we'll just get the chains. We'll just have the <laughs> chains in there so we can just hear it just. We can just go it goes yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Come check it out, Country Day. And Detroit Edison is our first matchup of the day. Two girls, state champions, uh, now competing in the same division. They'll both be competing in division two. Obviously, uh, Country Day is a program that is also going for a three-peat and uh, they are uh, without um, you know, some pieces that they've had, but again, it's they've still got some senior leadership there. You did they, see them on Saturday. They faced yeah. another kind of out-of-state powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what was your impression of Country Day? And again, this is a great thing about December, yeah. is that... It might not be pretty oh, right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, you're always from figuring the it, yeah. but it's kind of fun to watch that. Process and see how. And that's why players Frank develop. Orlando yeah.
3: and these others would sure. Let's play. Let's yeah. play. Let's see how know. it goes. Exactly.
0: Yep. And Edison the same way. They're going to try some things sure. and, and, uh, and and say you know let's kind of mess around a little bit with schemes and things like and see how mm-hmm. we do. But uh, in the end, let let's get out and let's compete.
4: Yep. And it, part of what tripped Country Day up in the tournament on, on Saturday when I saw them was Jasmine Powell, their exceptional point guard, who's going to Minnesota to join Destiny Pitts, who's already right. there and still tearing it up. Tearing it up. Um, She rolled an ankle, it looked like, uh, partway through the, the second quarter, and they'd built a 20-point lead at that point, and it right. looked like it was going to be a blowout. And she never came back in the game, and it was probably at that point, you know, barring, Something yeah, is right. probably precautionary. It's yeah. a you know it's a December well, game against they, a, a team that yeah. from out of state, so it doesn't really matter. And they well, haven't
0: had to play a game this week, right? So, she's, right. Can so she can up rest for, yep. for Saturday, which is good. So
4: with her out, it was kind of a struggle for them to beat the pressure, and the pressure started to mount as. Um, Northland from Columbus started to make a little bit of a comeback and they ended up uh, erasing what was a 20 point first half deficit and winning okay. by I think by 8. Okay. So, but it was one of those where that that depth that She's, we've talked yeah, about with Country s- yeah, yeah, is yeah, not is yeah. not where it has been in the past. Yeah. So, yeah. Welcome to the rest of the world.
3: Exactly. One ball handler. And, right. Uh, if, if this he is or she how she else lives. Yeah. Your team
0: is totally right. different. Right. So here. those so. those who are coming off the bench obviously get some experience sure. in, a, in sure. an electric environment. Back December. Then. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to yeah. find another. Right. right. So you know they might uh, have been able to really in, in practice sure. learn from what maybe they they allowed that comeback for this week. So sure. they didn't have a game this so week. Like losing a clutch. Uh, yeah. And, and I know that. And Lenoway Christian. Had I think beat them.
4: Yeah. Yep. So and white Christian is is an interesting team because that's a D four team that kinda of came out of nowhere. They hadn't really had much success in the tournament over the years. Hmm. They really hadn't yeah, been really all that grow. good. And I think everybody was kind of lining up that this was probably Sacred Hearts here up in Mount Pleasant to win it finally. They'd mm-hmm. been kind of angling toward it and I watched the the semifinal game between the two and when you've got a six foot two freshman who can handle the ball and shoot from the outside on the D four level, you probably Magic have something yeah. yeah. And so that that's Bree Brees and she was she went to the USA uh, trials out in Colorado for the I believe the under sixteen team, um, That's awesome. and so yeah, and then she came back from that and went on the AAU circuit and just tore it up. So she and her older sister Danny are, are kind of the two cogs on that team, but it's a pretty deep team and they've got a couple of freshmen this year who are going to help we out. Have so, her? That's where. Yeah, is. she's she's yeah. It, it'll be interesting to watch them this year because their uh, their dad Jamie is the, is the coach and as an independent. It's one of one yeah, of those no who, yeah. It's it's one of those where it can it can cut both ways. It yeah. can be hard to schedule sometimes, as Edison has found out over the last country couple of day. Years. No, exactly, no <laughs> one wants to play you once you've reached that yeah. level. But as a D four team, it's a little different, and yeah. so people are willing to take up. them on. Yeah. So they have an independent schedule, and you may see them kind of like a Waterford Our Lady of the Lakes has in the in D four over the last couple of sure. years. They'll play anybody, yeah. and they'll go into the tournament with five six losses yeah, right. and everybody will be, you know, discounting them and looking at some of the teams that are, you know, 19 and 1 and 20 and 0 and expecting them to win. Well, this this team is battle tested, and mm-hmm. that that Christian team yeah. is going to be battle tested, having played them and having played uh, Michigan Center. I believe they played. They uh, they just came up with a huge game against Williamston the other night. They played five overtimes. That was just I was following along on Twitter and you know kind of kicking myself that I hadn't gone. It ended up tying the uh, for the longest game in girls basketball state history. Really? Yeah, and it was it was three points away from being the highest scoring game ever in state wow. history, so mm. they just Five went at it. Overtime, so. You know, and Williamson was a team that was very good last year, lost a bunch, but is should still be pretty good this year. And Michigan, Michigan Center went in, in Class B to the semis, I believe, so that's a team that's going to be worth watching down the road they had another kid you know it's you hearing a lot of the stories about kids who had knee injuries coming back and they had uh one of their uh jc shannon just i believe got cleared yesterday to come back so hearing a lot of girls who are you know coming off knee surgeries who are kind of working their way back in but this is the time for it now and you get those you know December tests, and you get you get to see how good your team is against some non-conference people. These are the times when it's fun to kind of watch these matchups, mm-hmm. kind of like the intersectional matchups we get in football when we get you know, yeah. uh, a Muskegon versus a De La Salle or yep. something like that. It's the same kind of thing when yep. you get to see some of these teams, and that's going to be one of those. You know, granted, both Country Day and and. Edison are you know from the same general region, but those are still two powerhouses that'll yeah. it'll be it'll be fun to watch on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, and
0: it's fun because you're playing in December. You've got lots of times to okay. kind of time to figure out what you know where you're going to be when you meet in the eventual quarterfinals. Right. Or, uh, right. uh, where, it's where great for slated. Miss Basketball. Yeah. for people to see where. Kea that's track. right. I mean that's yeah. that's huge. Yes, is that she. You yes know,
3: a lot of people can tune in and, and and see what she's all about
0: come see her it's best to see it live we will be broadcasting the games each one each game will air immediately following its conclusion so staychampsnetwork.com is where you go to check it out we'll make sure we give you the links on social media facebook and twitter uh so you'll be able to watch the broadcast Um, uh, but it really is nothing like being live it's 10 bucks it's an all-day ticket come hang with us uh, we're going to be there all day. Um, it's going to be a great time right here at Lawrence Tech. So make sure you come uh, check it out. Bcam dot org is the website. And uh, that's where you need to sign up and uh, and be, become a member. Go learn about everything that uh, BCAM has to offer. Uh, we certainly appreciate them. Uh, Dan, uh, and we're gonna talk more about the Winter Jam coming up in just a minute here. So stay with us on the show, Dan. Happy holidays, Thank my you, friend. enjoy it.
3: Thank yep. you again, appreciate it. Absolutely. Matt, thank you. All right,
0: you. we will talk to both you guys uh, coming up a little bit after the uh, start of the year. So uh, for the BCAM segment, we say happy new year to all of you and again, Join us at the Winter Jam. We'll take one more commercial break, and we'll be right back. Coaching basketball is a rewarding and
3: challenging pursuit, but you don't have to do it alone. The Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan are here to support you. BCAM is the largest coaches association in the country with nearly 6,000 members representing college, high school, and middle school ranks. Members have access to drills, clinics, job opportunities, and it's the only way to vote for our annual awards, including... Mr. and Miss Basketball. Join today by visiting bcam.org because better coaching always matters.
0: So I want to thank Dan Young and Matt Mowry for talking some girls' hoops for the past uh, several minutes. And uh, uh, that was our B-CAM segment. Appreciate B-CAM being a part of the program. Of course, Lawrence Tech... Hungry Howie's, the MHSAA, the, all our big sponsors for uh, this particular podcast. Uh, we want to talk about the State Champs Winter Jam now. Horatio Williams, kind of our presenter in this, and uh, has helped us uh, raise a little money for the event and uh, get things ready here at the Field House on the campus of Lawrence Tech. Four great games, one price, 10 bucks. Do know, though, uh, a couple of things that, you know, no re-entry. So, we want you to be here all day. We will have concessions and all that, but if you leave, you got to come back, you got to pay 10 bucks. So, uh, but uh, we've got four games. We've got uh, the girls getting going. We just talked about that on the podcast with Dan and uh, Matt, talking about Debs uh, playing against uh, Country Day. And uh, so I went and saw Debs on, on Tuesday. And Rekia uh, Jackson
2: had 35. Yeah,
0: she did. No. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's pretty much unstoppable when she's doing her thing. So, There's a reason uh, she's an All-American. Yep, yep, going to Mississippi State, the national champs. Um, our first game for the boys will be Westland, John Glenn, and and uh, Mount Clemens. So it'll so be interesting. Mount Clemens, I've seen. Mount Clemens has struggled a little bit, although they played some good competition. You consider... Uh, they played Pontiac and, and they lost, and that was a close game. And Pontiac, we see, we talked about how good they are. Mm. Uh, and granted, Southfield Christian, you know, just blew him out. Well, it's not, you know, mince words it's here. It's a place to play Southfield uh, yeah, Christian, I think. Exactly. Uh, but Javon Hanna is a freshman that we you need to see. Uh, if you follow him, check us out on Twitter right now. I put up a video of his performance against Troy Athens, his 34 point performance. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's going to bring it. I think in these kind of situations, electric atmospheres, uh, that's when you want to play because you know there's a lot of eyeballs on you, so I think it should be fun. Uh, I will get a chance to see John Glenn. Uh, They just uh, had uh, their home opener. They have only played one game, and uh, 84-39 they beat uh, Livonia Franklin. So to drop 84 in your opener – uh, shows that uh, your team that's ready. Dan to go. Young
2: left that program in pretty good shape for the guy that took out that took over yeah, him, yeah, and Ro- took over him.
0: Uh, Yeah,
1: Rod Watts is. Rod Watts, is, is,
2: and Rod Watts has, comes from was, the Lansing area. Was, was at
1: Lansing Eastern. Coach Donat uh, yeah. Hinton. Prior to that, assistant coach at Lansing Everett, when they won a state title in two thousand three. Yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Cha yeah, yeah, Cha Tucker. Yep, Coach Cha Cha Tucker. But yeah, um, Rod Watts is. He's a defensive guy, um, and I know that that's first and foremost. I know that. Shoot, I'm at every camp that I've seen him, you know, whether it be the Michigan League 25, whether it be rising higher, you know, we're reaching higher. You know, he, he does a little, you know, he focuses on defense. And so it really doesn't surprise me that he held a team to under 40 points. What did surprise me that he's got a team that's scoring 80 plus. Right. Um, and I think that that's great. And, you know, they've got a fantastic point guard, you know, senior Joe Moon. Joe Moon who does a really good job of dispersing the ball. And uh, he's the front line of defense, and um, and he's got the strength, and you know. And not only that, you've got to have a little. got to have. got to have some basketball IQ to really get. It'll
0: be interesting. You know, I'm going to see them play Wayne uh, Thursday. Yep. So uh, battle probably of two of the, the best, yeah. there, two of the best. Yep. guards in yeah, the best guards. Yeah, yeah, and they they play in a good league, so yes, you know it's, it's it's good basketball. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that one plays out. That'll be our, our, our 3 o'clock. Uh, we get into the uh, 5 o'clock, and we've got Ypsilanti, and we've got Castech. So uh, we know Castek. I've got clips right now of Castex win over uh, King on Tuesday, uh, and they're going to also play Douglas on Friday for their tune-up for our event. Uh, Ypsilanti beat Jackson at home last Friday. I was at that game. Uh, the guard, Christian Knox, we talked about. Yep. Um, had 16. Mark Keith Brownie had nine in that wasn't asked has to do a lot. Jordan Young played well, had eight in that particular game. And uh, so they are a team that's going to come in and they're going to scrap. We had them ranked 10. Yeah. Uh, in our rankings, uh, we expect Cass to move up higher in the rankings it'll here. There'll be two. Yeah. All right. So we've got it right now. There you go. Uh, so the the number two. So that's a game you want to see. And again, in an environment such as Lauren Tech. Uh, I think the field has to be rocking for that one because yeah, you can atmosphere. expect there's gonna be some throwdowns. And again, leachers. Mark Keith Browning is a kid that you want to come and watch you play. Know, a
1: very exciting player, the kid just from Hotlanta. Out. Yeah, from South Cobb High School. Yeah. You now grew up Atlanta. here yeah. in Ipsy, was mm-hmm. a
0: middle schooler at Ipsy and everything, and then his family moved to, to Georgia and was yeah. playing. The in weather in was Atlanta. too nice and they were yeah. like, ah, and now he's, he's back. back. Right. And now he's back and he's back home and uh, and he's it, a
2: piece it, of a playmaker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Get it, yeah, Georgia
2: Peach. I get it. Uh, I get
0: it. I get it. Uh, so uh, looking forward to that, and then uh, our, our seven o'clock will be will be a great game as well. Grand Rapids Catholic Central, uh, who had a uh, a good win against Grand Rap- Grand, Rapids Grand Rapids Christian, Christian last yep. week, had to go to overtime uh, to win last weekend, uh, and then um, and then I think they had a pretty good win the other day. Canton, on the other hand, dropped seventy on Tuesday and beat Brighton seventy to forty eight. Uh, This is a team, again, you talk about talented at-the-guard position.
1: Yeah, Vincent Sigmund and B. Artis White, who's headed to Western Michigan. You know, Vincent's going to have an opportunity to play in college as well.
0: Um, Talk about that matchup, Canton and Grand Rapids Catholic Central.
1: I think that you've got two of the best point guards in the the state and Austin Brown. Yeah, and then, you know, B. Artis. And let's say this, two of the best backcourt combinations, because Devin Boyd's a really good junior, um, probably more than likely a scholarship player. I'm not necessarily sure to convince that he's a division 1 player mm-hmm. but I think that without a doubt he'll be playing for you know a D- division 2 And
2: Austin Brown's yeah. going to Grand and Valley.
1: Austin, Austin Brown's going to Grand Valley and he is he is the 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 energizer on that team, you know, he's the He's the Wally Backman of the the, the New York Mets <laughs> Wally 1980s, Backman. You know, I'm just saying the Mark Lenke's and stuff like that. I love really it. I love
2: those references. Really,
1: I mean, they got the really people that are watching
2: probably don't get it, but oh, I do. But
1: uh, yeah, in the twentieth century. The, just one. those
2: glue guy, a glue guy. Yeah. But, but 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 Braun a, is but Braun yeah. is a glue guy that is also a, a primetime playmaker. Right. Right. Yes.
0: Yeah. And there's no more Marcus Bingham on that team, but Mikael Bingham.
1: Yep. Yep. And I will tell you, and Mikael is. Another kid who's, he's a little bit different than his brother um, in that even though he's three, four, five inches shorter, probably better rebounder, Um, you know, as far as just technique and, you know, uh, Marcus was able to do a lot um, just based off of his height and athleticism. The other thing about that is Mikhail is about six foot six right now and maybe an inch or shorter than his brother at the same age. And Marcus is one of those guys where like, I don't know if you found some milker, Vegetables yeah. or whatever wound up happening because that guy just kept on cutting, Power forward, up. yeah. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, I mean, but he kept on, he's one of those kids where just kept on growing. And, you know, we could very well see Mikhail, you know, I mean, what, three days it's out. He's only a junior, We're right? Three days out. Yeah, yep. he's only a junior. I mean, he, yep. there's a chance that he might grow another inch in the just next be, few days. Just before Saturday. Know, right, just before Saturday. But yeah, he's another kid that's when we want to, you know, being a, be a scholarship player. I really like Jace Williams, who's a standout on their football team. Um, as a sophomore, he's one of those guys where I watched him a couple of weeks ago, and first time out there, he hits the floor for a 50-50 ball. Then he comes up with a couple of steals. You know, then he takes a charge. Like Billy Roberts over at Muskegon, a
2: football kid that
1: can translate that toughness yeah. well, onto the well, hardwood. Uh, Jason's running under a four-five in the forty. Right, Billion, a little different so than Billy, okay. yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know, they're for now, You know, they're they're pretty strong. And then I really like their freshman as well, um, Jack Karasinski, um, who is six foot four. And, you know, a a solid prospect who can put up some points, and we'll be hearing about his name over the next few years.
0: All right. It's going to be a great event. We're going to have a great time. We're all going to be there all day. Uh, Come on, say hi. Scott's going to be doing the color for the uh, John Glenn and uh, um, uh, Mount Clemens game. And then we will have TJ doing color commentary for the Cast Tech Ypsilanti game. And then Dan Young, the former Canton coach, uh, besides John Glenn, will uh, be doing the color with that canton grand rapids catholic central game so uh, i'll be doing the play-by-play about that we've got a great ltu student jason and matthew's doing doing the
2: for the girls game matthew's doing the
0: and matthew yes exactly maori is doing the girls game yes so uh it's gonna be a great day we want to see you here uh please come and uh the broadcasts will all be up following the conclusion of each game so probably about 15 minutes after each game completes the stream will then be up and you can watch these these players uh, do their thing and uh, hear us talk about it. So, an opportunity for you to see some play-by-play, you know, early in the season, which you don't get an opportunity to. Looking to, for some UCLA cuts, game. yeah. You know,
1: I mean, I've been studying Bill Walton. You okay. know, maybe, not, right. I mean, maybe study, not. studying not <laughs> studying that hard. <you laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll give McCormick a call before and see how give before
0: him some tips. we uh, end the show and uh, end 2018. Uh, there are some other holiday tournament action. That will be happening. What are some things that you'll be checking out and some things that uh, high school basketball fans go check out?
1: Well, obviously, the 24th annual, uh, the Motor City Round Ball Classic, which is in its 24th year, will be at Ferndale. The girls will be playing at uh, Warren Lincoln. Um, so both not 10 minutes apart. From it's, uh, December, the girls will be playing December 27th through the 30th. Uh, the guys will be playing December 28th through the 30th. Um, but Chicago or is coming up. They are two-time state champions in back-to-back state championships champions in Illinois uh, they've got one of the top unsigned seniors in the country in Tawante Williams who's an electrifying six foot six foot five and can really get some stuff done Who are they um, playing? Texas Tech and they play three games they start off on the 28th by playing Ferndale um, then on the 29th they play UD Jesuit and on the 30th they get Detroit King so we're trying to give them the best opportunity um, that they have, um, but it's great to have teams like Okemis. We've got Williamston, who's highly ranked and yeah. uh, in the state champ, top three team in, in Division Two. Um, then we've also got a lot of local teams um, in Harper Woods and Harper Woods Chandler Park, um, who caps the night. They play Catholic Central at the very end of at the very um, end of the, the conclusion of the 21 21 game marathon, uh, which it is um, the PSL. They also have um, an event at Cast Tech on December 26th and 27th. Um, then I also know that Cornerstone, they have a little tournament that's going on where I think they just get we're like three separate tournaments, four teams, and so they've got team games that are running from uh, like the 27th uh, through January 2nd. North January Farmington right has something too, right? Yeah, and North Farmington has something as well. On the 28th. Yes, yep, yep. And the 29th uh, also has Ypsilanti. Um They have their Washtenaw County event, and that's going to be pretty strong. I know that they've got... Uh, I think Benton Harbor's coming over to play River Rouge. Is Lincoln, a part and of that? then Ipsy Lincoln is a part of that. So you know, they, it's it's nice to have get the get your Imani one. Bates, get your Imani, yeah, get your fix on with the Imani Bates. Definitely a player um, that you're gonna you, that you should be making a, a household name. Go and see him sooner than later because then you can brag and be like,
0: I remember when he didn't have a mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you
2: think,
1: before all his tattoos. I, do you think
2: he's, do you think I he's,
0: remember when he was under 200 pounds. Do you think yeah. because he's obviously Imani Bates is the. Top freshman in the country, as far he defines as defines the term freshman. Phenom. You think he's going right. to stick around? He's going to stay. Um, you know what? I would. I, let's say this.
1: I know that uh, Jesse Davis um, is good friends with his father, um, Elgin Bates, and sometimes you have those ties and stuff like that. I don't always see the purpose of if you're the number one player, yeah, and you, you don't got need all to go get exposure. Right. I mean, are you really looking for? You're going to play in the summer. Like and I also like, think know, that competitive some... games yeah. are one of the things that make you that much better. You know, I mean, just the rivalry games and stuff. Yeah. How like about that? also
2: putting Ypsilanti on the map yeah. as a as a basketball power? How he about won. taking Ypsilanti and Lincoln to the Final Four, winning state championships, and doing that it for your doing it yeah. for your hometown?
3: Yeah, you get you get to go on
0: that the record. That means yeah. that means something. It yeah. does, like yeah. Josh Jackson did for. Community before he for left For a consortium. Yeah, but yeah. Think, consortium. About, but, but yeah.
2: think about what it would have meant if he would have stayed oh, and would have won three state championships yeah. in the city of Detroit. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I then been, anytime yeah. he came back to the yeah. city, it's like the guy's never going to pay for a meal yeah. the rest of yeah. his life. Right. Now it's like, well, if you saw Josh Jackson in Detroit, you saw him as a sophomore. Yes. A guy like Bates, Precious if he stays at Lincoln and and has the legacy that we think he can have, and 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 does everything that we expect him to do as a high schooler, he's going to go down as one of the the, the, the MHSA well, I mean, greats, and the he's someone that scorer, will yeah. will will be and literally will be an icon in the city of Ypsilanti for years going forward
1: in Washtenaw County, just yeah. not Ypsilanti. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that his, that, his, that, his, that the legend will last a little bit yeah, longer yes, than that. Absolutely. But yeah, but I mean, he, I think that you know sticking around. I, I think that you know having a uh, 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 childhood and stuff like that is is, is important to yeah. just the maturation of uh, just not being thrown out to the wolves, you know, Agreed. so fast. And I understand that hey, we want to get bigger, you want to get better, and you want to do all these other things. Right. I'm I'm sure that you won't have a hard time if you wanted to go get some run with the guys from Eastern Michigan yeah. or from University of Michigan. Um, you know, it, you know, over the next few years, where, you know, when when they're in their downtime and stuff like that. You know, I don't know. They an underground game. You know that 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 Hershey, Pennsylvania yeah. game that's being played at Washington Community College or something yeah. like that. You know.
0: How, yeah, how so. about next year's winter jam? We have Ypsilanti, Lincoln and Clarkston playing.
1: I like it.
2: Best big guy in the state against best forward. In the and state. a couple
0: of pretty good sophomores there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Going oh, that'd be at it. awesome. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. So we could do something like that. That's, right. that's that's what we have. We plan to grow this thing bigger and better and get some of the best players be in the state here. So uh, we will see you guys on Saturday here at the Winter Jam at Lawrence Tech. Uh, once again, um, four games. Games start at one, one, three, five, and 7. Uh, and we want to see you guys here. And uh, we uh, thank everybody for being a part of it. Thank you guys for... Uh, Starting the podcast early this year. Last year we didn't get going until January, so it's great we could get uh, yep. a few episodes in before we get to the new year. Of course, we're going to have a lot to talk about once we get into January. And uh, hang time will be back. So come out Saturday, January. Hide all of them. Absolutely, enjoy
2: some great basketball. And yes, everyone have a great New Year. All
0: right. all right, happy New Year. Happy holidays and happy New Year. We'll see you in twenty nineteen.